Can you imagine if like Dardock was the most valuable player in the league? You know, that would be sick, it's like, Dardock is our most valuable prospect. Congratulations. <laughs> Support Dardock is a different beast, man. He's a different. Uh, um, uh, he's I didn't say a better beast. I said a different yep, beast. Yep, he's definitely. <laughs>what's going on everybody and welcome to the salt mine this is season three episode five i told everybody it was season three episode five last time <laughs> it was not now it's season three episode five so I, I know i'm not messing it up this time i'm gordo i'm joined on this week by slayer and special guest yanni welcome to the Woo! broadcast yanni caster extraordinaire i know you're on Seawall. you've helped out with some aegis stuff you're working on running the rift uh, you've murdered a solid chunk of this podcast's post <laughs> list on and in Pokemon form on your uh, on your Nuzlocke run. Ooh. So, <laughs> congrats! If I forgot anything there, let me know. But welcome, welcome to the show, Yanni. Thanks so much for hopping on, man. Oh man, thank you for having me. And the one thing you forgot to mention about the Pokemon Nuzlocke, you forgot to mention how I brought Slayer the Kadabra in against a. Hitmon lead two levels lower, used Psybeam, and it did not one shot. Literally the worst. How? That the Slayer. Will you explain yourself, please? I, I don't know, man. It's, you know, everyone's allowed off days, you know? It happens. It happens. It happens, and it happens to the best of us. I was I, I was I can't let this go. Why was I Foratris, by the way? I don't <laughs> So it's really weird. So I've got an entire list of people that I need to pull up, and a couple of people, you know, when I you know, mentioned that they're on the list, will say like, oh, can you make me X Pokemon? I try to fill the requests as I can, but sometimes I catch a Pokemon and I look at the list and I'm like looking for like two or three minutes and I'm just like, I don't know why, but the vibe just fits. And just Pineco felt like the vibe for you. I don't know why. It's just, you know, it's just, I looked at it and I'm like, this is it. This is my guy. So I was Pineco first. You didn't? Yeah, I see. Okay. Yeah, I didn't catch a straight up fortress. The, the ROM hack that I'm playing isn't that crazy. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Know. <laughs> I haven't played. What you're in? Gen, you're doing Gen two, right? I haven't done Gen yeah, two yeah, in yeah. a long time, in a hot minute. Uh, so good. Yeah. So I do not know what's in there, but fair enough. Fair enough. Just had to had to interrogate that issue a little bit uh, on the pod. <laughs> we also have a have a new pseudo guest this week, which is uh, Aegis Esports and the Aegis Champions League. That's the wrong direction. It's up here. Uh, gonna be up you're in always, the corner. You're always flipped. Yeah, you're going flipped. forward. We, oh, we've yes. talked about Aegis a lot. Uh, TDS and I are the primary casters over in the Aegis Champs League. Slayers come in there a bit before. Uh, plenty of folks who, who uh, are in and out of this show are on Aegis broadcasts of various sorts. Uh, they are looking to start or get podcast coverage for their Aegis Champions League, which is the highest level uncapped league that isn't sponsored by Riot in North America. Uh, and we found a way to make those things work together pretty nicely here. So going forward, or at least for now, we're going to take around 15 minutes an episode. Just chat about the Aegis Champions League. Talk about some of the upcoming talent. There's going to be a lot of overlap between ACL and NACL qualifiers. So we'll kind of get some de facto NACLQ sure. content in there. As a result, uh, going to be a whole bunch of fun. So shout out to Aegis. Check out the Aegis Champs League every Friday on the Aegis channel. And, uh, yeah, thanks to them for, for sponsoring the show and for hopping on. But first things first, we're going to talk about some of the NACL action that we got out of week number five. We've crossed past the halfway threshold here. Somehow. Got, yeah, Somehow. got more than 50% of the games played already. 
AOE had their big comeback this week. I think Fear put up some good numbers. Team Liquid starting to look a little bit more on the up and up. Lit starting to look on the down and down. Yep. Let's start off with Player of the Week. We haven't done Player of the Week in forever. So let's just chat about who we think really stood out this past week, who we think was most impressive. And uh, yeah, use that as a jumping off point. Yanni, you're the guest. I'd love it if you could lead us off and talk about who you think was the most impressive player in this past week of play. So personally, I, I got to narrow it down to, you know, three players, right? And obviously I'm going to come up with one. Um, but I thought Wixie had a really, really good week. Uh, he was playing on scaling champions, right? So you know how that goes. Sometimes you're just able to stall out the game. And of course, on a scaling champion, you're going to look much better. Um, I have to defend uh, my what I did on Twitter uh, a couple days ago and talk about how I think Scary Jerry is uh, the best AD carry in Seelaw because he's just playing really well in the NACL. Everybody said I was a madman. They thought I was crazy. And he had a such a good week five. Like he played out of his mind. Um, and then uh, I thought that Romer had a really good week as well. If I didn't defend Jerry, uh, I would say Romer, but I have to defend myself. I have to pick Scary Jerry <laughs> as my player of the week, but I reasonably think it could have went to any of the three named players. I think that's fair. Okay, okay. That's a fair argument. It's a little bit of a cop-out to just say three players, but I, <laughs> I, would, I am happy to zero in on... Like, I think Wixie in particular, like, really stood out to me. I think that was really interesting, uh, especially, like... Sorry, you see their first series up against uh, up against Lit, and like my instinct there watching that series was, oh, like, AOE have like locked in on an identity, right? After going one and two the first couple of weeks, it's like they go Smolder game one, they go Zeri game two. Wixie's probably the MVP of both games, at least he is for me. And you're like, okay, like this is now the Wixie scaling team, right? Like they're you know, the solo lanes might not be as reliable as you'd like. You're not getting all the action out of the top side that we thought this team had potential for. But you know what? They can find a game plan through Breezy and Wixie, and they can play for that. And that's, like, going to be their identity going forward. And then they do nothing like that in their next series that they play <laughs> up against Supernova. And it's not to say that they played badly against Supernova or particularly badly. Like, I don't think they played as well as they played up against uh, Lit by any means. But, like, they have a really solid game, too. I think Rose Thorn on the Rel is, like, really, really impressive. Like, Wixie's running through people on the Callista in that game. Like, it's a totally yep. different look. Uh, and, yeah, they just don't go for these kind of scaling picks in general in that entire series. So I, I'm kind of confused now, more so than I am, like, I, wa I wanted to come in here and be like, oh, AoE's finally got an identity. You know, we know exactly what this team is going to be like. And I do not feel like we know that. I feel like they're going for, like, now much more aggressive lanes. Like, they play... What was what did they play in the first game? I know they played Callista game two. They played Zaya game three. Uh, ooh. What did they play? Was it... No, Array had an Ezreal. This is a bad... This is a bad look for me because I... Personally, oh. was gonna. Oh, he played. Uh, he played about... Senna Nautilus in game one. They played. Senna yeah, Nautilus. yeah, yeah. The, they did the Dor double Dorn in Senna Nautilus. Yeah, yeah, that's what they did. So very different, very different than the scaling picks we saw up against Lit. Um, which I mean, I it shouldn't be a criticism, you know. Don't get me wrong. Like it's it's fine to be able to play multiple styles. It's just weird. It's weird that that worked so well for them, and then they just do not they do not go back to it up against Supernova, even though it's like Supernova was not like banning this stuff out. No, 
Um, yeah, I mean, this was this was by far the series that I wanted to talk about the most, and went back and VOD watched. Like, obviously, we all have our methods of watching VODs, and I'm sure all of us would be willing to admit that sometimes we're just spamming spamming that right arrow key, waiting to see when something really happens. And then sometimes you're VOD reviewing and you'll like sit down and watch and watch a whole game. It happens to all of us, especially when you see two O's, right? Um, this is definitely the series I watched a lot of. Uh, and I just think AOE's success really hinges on their bottom way too much right now. Uh, I, I think even in the game where you said Rosethorn had a really good rail game, that game was nuts because the two big fights they won was was Wixie and Breezy pulling the most heinous Renata Callista ult combos. Like that one where he chucks he chucks Breezy into like half of uh, Supernova and he's ulting mid Callista ult with Rostal takeover, wins them a fight. That dive behind the tier two turret was because Wixie ran through the tier two turret with Breezy in the Callista ult and then he lands a hostile takeover, the rail lands. I'm just like, man, if these two, these two can smurf some games. The problem is, that's that's not enough to win against a lot of teams right now and supernova being one of them uh which kind of leads me to my next point my player of the week uh is actually kenvi i think kenvi had a disgusting series uh against aoe he had a really good uh zinjiao game where he kind of just facilitated the entire game he ends up like eight high team high eight assists he put everybody in great positions to perform shochi's karma was so annoying to deal with they came up short killing that karma like three times in that game and Kenvi kind of just got unleashed early and let the team plow through but the real game was was that game three which is the first time that Kenvi has picked like a true carry damage dealer that's his first viego game on the season he's been playing a ton of maokai he's been playing a lot of you know vi sejuani and the guy just smurfs him. He's six and zero by like twenty two minutes. He ends like seven one and seven, and it just reminds me like why this guy was picked up by Immortals and why I think he should win Most Valuable Prospect. There you go. That's that's, that's cool. all. That's my whole spiel out at once. That's a <laughs> react call. how you like. Is that so? Yeah, I mean, I think it's almost a foregone conclusion not to get too deep into the most valuable prospect conversation. He's probably but, not going to win it, but like, yeah, I'm like I think it's going to be somebody from Maryville or probably. fly. Uh, I am just hoping like, I, and I think I can see the light through the clouds. Now there were, there were a couple weeks there where I was like hanging my head. I might've even said it on the show where I'm just like, if fucking quad with a hundred LCK games played wins most valuable <laughs> prospect, I'm going to lose my mind. And and now I I think we're we're getting past that. I don't think it's like I think it's no, below fifty percent odds it. now. I don't think it's I think it's there's there's enough good other candidates that I don't think it will go to quad. And uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I'm starting to hear more and more predictions that Maryville's going to beat FlyQuest next week, and they'll be the they're the nine and zero candidate. If that happens, I think that'll really that'll really push it over. Um, yeah. That's weird. Oh, real real quick before Please. we move away from that. Um can Kenvi be most valuable prospect? There's no I, rules about who can be most there's valuable no rules. prospect. Okay, as, okay. I thought there was. I swore I that there was. No, dude. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah. I was like, I know he wouldn't just say that if he didn't check, but it does feel kind of weird to, it would to be give weird. it to a play. I mean, listen, in fairness to him, he barely got to play on that team, man. Like he he may have started every game, but he barely got to play. That yeah. team was yeah. not I mean, very good. Yeah, Dokla won it despite having had splits in the LCS. Um Okay. Yeah, Mir won it despite having a pretty lengthy pro career, including playing at Worlds. 
Um, yeah, yeah, never forget. Right, yeah, right. so it's there's no rules. There's no rules. <laughs> yeah, Anybody I just, can win it. Like forgot about those players for like you know this short five minute time frame where I'm like, wait mm. a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah. Anybody's anybody's a candidate, which I think is fair. Like if they're if you're because it is. They they have all these silly metrics around it about like who's gonna bring the most value to an LCS team in two years' time if you promoted them right now. Like they have but like the the real answer is it's like who was the most valuable player. And mm. they don't give out an explicit most valuable player award for NACL, so I'm kind of okay with it. I would be much more okay with it if it's just like most valuable prospect is just a, a silly play on words and it's really just MVP of the league. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm yeah. I'm leaning on it being the actual prospect part, mm -hmm. um, for, which is for fair. Kendi. Which is fair, yeah. and I get that. Yeah, yeah, like as far as who's gonna bring the most value to an LCS team, I do think it like it de facto ends up just being like who is the most valuable player to their team. It does. Um, yeah, it can does. you imagine if like Dardock was the most valuable player in the league? You know, that would be sick. It's like, Dardock is our most valuable prospect. Congratulations. <laughs> Support Dardock is a different beast, man. He's a different. Uh, He's I didn't say a better beast. I said a different yeah, beast. Yeah, he's definitely different. <laughs> not, as everybody, not a superior beast. one. A different Everybody's one. so creative. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got different ideas about uh, what, what doing well looks like. For my actual player of the week, I don't know if this is the proper week to do it, but I just want to talk about Zyko. Like... I think that's a great pick. Zyko is so uh, freaking nuts. Like, I think his Renata game. for the entire season. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's been nuts the whole season. That's why I'm saying. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. think this is his best week, but this is the first week we're doing this, and so I've got to talk about Zyko with the opportunity I'm given. Uh, his Renata game in game one up against Maryville, I think he – or he is Maryville. In game one up against Wildcard is <laughs> absolutely nuts. Uh, I think he's the MVP in that game. I think game two is like a little bit more of the Spyrex's ear show, but I think he's very solid in that one as well. And I just think like this guy's leveled up so much this split. Like I think he's like an outside most valuable prospect contender. I think it's more likely that they're like, Yuji's been on the top three looking in for like a bunch of years. So I think he would yeah. be like my odds on favorite to win it. Um, but I mean, like I, as far as like the big difference between this team this year and last year, I think is like Zyko really leveling up. Like, I think that's the biggest difference bigger than the change in jungle, bigger than the change in mid. Um, and I know I brought this up last week, but same situation. Like this, we've seen Spyrax and UG before, and they have not dominated the league this hard. And I think a lot of the credit for this team looking better than like fly challengers last year, which I'm becoming more and more convinced like this team right now, this Maryville team right now is better than fly challengers was last year and pound for pound. They should have worse players, but I think like Zyko is the big difference. Like I think Zyko is like, you know, like I'm not going to say scary. Jerry's better than Masu. Uh, I like Niles. No. I think he's playing very well, but I'm not going to say he's better than Faisal. Nope. I think the difference is Zyko. I think Zyko is like really helping this team level up and their bot lane dominance is just something that I think the, the fly challenger teams of the past were never able to bring to the table. I actually want to counterpoint uh, the Niles point. And now you think he's better than Faisal right sound now? Weird. Ooh. I don't think, I'm not quite sure. I'm not willing to say like, oh yes, individually he's better than Faisal, but he is better. I think he was better for his team than Faisal was because you saw Maryville for a very short time without Niles because, you know, he's mm -hmm. now uh, a graduate student, whatever. 
without him, they were lost. Like even he was him as a coach, like this team was dropping games to seal all teams that are considerably worse than NACL teams. And then he gets back on the team and the team just does not miss a beat. He is very integral to what they are doing. And if he was not there and you replaced him with a top laner of maybe comparable skill, I don't actually think that they are as good. Uh, I think it's just more so what he brings for them in game more than just like hands. So that's why I think that he might actually be more valuable yeah. to Maryville than Faisal was the FlyQuest. But Maybe not individually better. Yeah, that's a base take. I think yeah, I, I would I would agree. I mean, he's way more integral. Yeah, of course he's. I mean, even in face value, of course he's more integral to that MU team than Faisal sure, was yeah. on that stack fly challengers team, right? So yeah. well, and he's also he's two way player coaching now too. He's like he's mm -hmm. their coach as well. Um, and it's like it's weird that that like that shouldn't make so much of a difference in the role he plays on the team, right? Like it. He was still in a leadership position last year. He was still, like, the most veteran member of the team. Even though they had a different coach, you would still think he would be that, like, integral piece. But it's weird how it's, like, he just knows his role so well, and he's just... I, I give him a lot of credit for getting the team on the same page because he's the coach. Uh, it, it's just interesting how he's... It feels like he encompasses that so much more. Maybe it's just because the team's better, right? Like, the bot lane's performing better. Mid lane's performing better. Um, even jungle's performing better. That's no hate on Odd Orange. I think he's actually quite good last season, but I mean, it's Yuji. Come on. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe I mean, it's just the better team upgrade. around him is letting him shine better. Mid lane's but... an upgrade, personally. I'm just so glad we never saw top lane Spyrax in the ACL, man. Oh, just so man. glad. Man, that it's was, good. those were dark times. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Another player. I would like to highlight from the past week though is Chad. I think Chad had a real fun week. Like he, I think struggled too much in his final two games to drop the series to TL to like, say he's player of the week, but he got to bust out the Rencar. He had a sick game there. Uh, yeah. Perry did flip the whole game at level one. Uh, <laughs> lost the <laughs> flip. So we're having too many of those flips, by the way. We're it's another really, week where we have a level one flip. Really, we're really gambling these days. But... <laughs> what, what game was it last week that the, where it was? Uh, was it one of the wild card games? There was definitely yeah. there was definitely a FlyQuest game that they lost because they just face checked a bush level one and gave up four kills. I think that was the one game Wildcard got off FlyQuest. I think it was I think because they, I think you're right because there was a four game. four kill first blood level one coin flip. Yeah, yeah, happens happens. Uh, but any that game aside, I think Chad. Those two games aside, really, I think Chad has a very, very, a very, very pretty week. I think he was pretty good on the Viego, uh, in that miracle game that they win that they shouldn't have won up against TL. He's a big part of the comeback. Uh, Philip and Lens are big parts of the comeback as well. Uh, but yeah, like Toasty's feeding his ass off that game, and he's like staying relevant. Yeah. That's really good. Uh, and then I think the whole series up against Disguised, uh, he's 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 super good as well. Like I think he gets to play the uh, he gets to play the Rengar in game three. Like I said, it's really good there. I think his Maokai is really good in game number one. He's able to pair up with Toasty and make a lot happen. Um, yeah, and uh, like the Cincinnati Fear team is already kind of having to like play at a slight disadvantage in that I think Toasty's one of the best. I think Toasty's best champ is Nico, and Nico's mm -hmm. disabled. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think that they're playing with a little bit of a handicap there. I mean, plenty of teams are would be playing Nico if they could be, so I don't want to, like, focus in on it too, too much. 
like uh, Maryville would definitely be playing Nico too if they could. So it's not, you know, it's it's not like it's only affecting Fear, but also Nico will be fixed. Yeah, so week. she'll be re-enabled this upcoming weekend. But th- given that that's the fa- that's the case, I think everybody on Fear has like been stepping up a lot. Like I think, yeah, I, I've been really impressed with Philip too. I think Philip's looked really good. I think Lens has looked really good. I think Daption's been solid. Like I'm I'm excited for this Fear team coming into the like last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, as they just they just look like they have firepower against like really good teams and. They are playing a stupid amount of games. They've gone to three games in every series they've played. They've played 15 games in five series. They're uh, definitely loose. They're definitely... Yeah, so, I mean, they'll, they'll drop games to teams worse than them, but they'll take games off teams better than them, and uh, I think that evens out. I'm excited to watch more of this team. I like this team. They're definitely the sleeper team, again, going into, going into potential playoffs, again, which is fun. Because what do they end up getting seeded going into summer playoffs wasn't it i guess i could would be that hard to find yeah i don't remember probably like five or six they were probably they must have been under tl under dsg under fly they were seed four they were four yeah they were four so that's that's perfect sleeper spot for sure yep and you know they almost they almost beat and i think they're gonna be four again by the way because it's like they're probably gonna four again i mean they do play I'm excited. I can't wait for start week seven. Supernova Fear will be really fun. Yep. That is um, going to be such a sick one. But it's also like they're yeah. going to beat Wildcard and they're going to beat AoE probably. Um, yeah, so it's it's it's, it's a toss mm, between them and like, Super, Supernova. I bet they get me. five wins. I bet they're five and four. They better, they better hope they beat Wildcard because yeah, um, you can't take them lightly. And it's not like it's not like Fear no. like firing on all cylinders, right? You know, they've played a lot mm. of games. Because, you know, we just mentioned they played 15 games. They're not very cleanly winning their series. So when you open the door to be able to lose a series by one game, potentially, sure. that is super risky and can really put you in a uh, in a difficult spot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can, can I can agree with that team being big sleeper. Um, you know, I know you highlighted Philip and like big reason for the comeback. Philip, that all that Gragas ultimate and that last fight, just if you were to have a compilation of like game winning ultimates. That's got to be on there. Like, that was the sickest ultimate. The sole reason why they won that fight, in my opinion, he looked like Woody Fruity out there, if anybody knows Woody Fruity, the Gragas player. Like, dude just absolutely styled in that fight. Yeah. Uh, so I want to make sure he gets his flowers. And, uh, you know, credit to Toasty, because you know, not only, we already mentioned, not able to play his best champion for the last couple of weeks, but, you know, young kid, fresh on the NACL, right? You know, he's got some really stiff competition that he's going up against. Uh, and he's, you know, he's holding down the fort. I wouldn't say he's like, oh my God, he's playing so great or anything like that. But he is playing, I think, better than what expectations might have been. I agree with that. And he's like, the the thing, like, I appreciate that nobody at this level, like, nobody who's a fan of uh, NACL, or at least very few of them, ever feels like they're doing, like, age math. Like, very few people are like, Oh, you know, he's he's X he's X age, so he's too old, or he's X age, so that means he's young mm. and that means he's gonna get better. Like, especially when these guys are at such different levels of experience. But Toasty's the youngest player in the league, I, I'm pretty sure. And the fact yes. that he's like mm-hmm. I think he's especially compared to the other young mid laners, like uh and I say young as in career length, like messages and ONAT. Uh, and like those guys that are e- and even like young, you know, who's still relatively uh, new to the scene compared or to some of the more Shochi veteran guys. Too. 
Shochi too. Yeah, like uh, all these guys. Like I think he just looks. I think he might look best with a bunch. Shochi's. Shochi's hard to tell because I think he works very well with Kenvi, but I think individually he's been disappointing me this split. Really? Yeah. I think well, he got a little blasted by Romer. Uh, I think he got a little blasted by Quad. Maybe it's just because those are really fresh in my memory because those have been like their two most recent series, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. My take that I was going to get to later is that I think we're seeing a, a, a very different Shochi this year, uh, purely on champ picks, mm -hmm. which is. And my point that I would use to counter your, not necessarily counter, I agree that he did get, he did lose. He's playing a lot of supportive mid laners in this supernova comp, um, which, you know, lends itself to occasionally dying in lane or l losing lane. Like, he, like he's played, like the game here, one of the games you're, I think you're referring to is, um, yeah. he, he, played he hasn't played Gideon. quad yet, by the way. So I must be thinking of him getting blasted yeah. by someone else. Uh, <laughs> he had a rough he had a rough lane against Romer's Akali, but he had to play Annie. So it's like Annie into Akali, like, mm -hmm. like, what, what what's supposed to happen, right? Oof. Uh, and, yeah, oof is uh, true. And he plays he's been playing like I love that he's bringing out the ADTF by the way, which is still busted. Yeah, uh, that's fun. He's playing Karma a bunch, so to enable and, like, Kenby, we can put the, yeah, like yeah, he's working to what, enable it, a lot. Yeah, and. Uh, if we compare that to what he was playing like last year when this dude was breaking out like Katarina, Trindamir mid, Zed, it's like, I I'm just, I, I really, I'm definitely a big Shochi fan. I think, you know, yes, he, he has lost lane a bit more often than we expected last season, but the fact that he is arguably playing a completely different system of a system type of a mid laner and the team is successful. I don't know. I, I'm high. I'm higher on the Shochi stocks because mm -hmm. of it, but I, I could see like where you could be like, oh, this is not, with the Shoji I expected. Because yeah. it isn't. I also it think isn't. it's like, I'm thinking like game two against AoE. I feel like he was like, he had the rock, no pun intended, on the Talia uh, a yeah. lot. And uh, like, he's just irresponsible with that lead. He, he is just. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He walks in and but, he dies a lot. That's Shoji, that though, isn't that? Like, that is Shoji a little bit. And then I think it's also like, that gets contrasted against like, Onat plays his best game of the season so far in that game as well, and the Oriana, where he's just like. Yeah, that's. A He's like That's dancing around. Yeah, he's like yeah. dancing around, dodging skills from like four different players all at once to buy time for his team to collapse, and like that gets AOE the win. Like that's that's a huge game for Onat. So I think like that contrast between like Onat clutching up and dodging everything, and like being able to like be there for his team, and and Shochi just just inting away the lead. Man, he was like six and two at one point. He ends six <laughs> and seven. <laughs> it's, yeah, 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 like that's. That was a rough game for my boy, but him. I also am a big Shochi fan sure. coming in from last season, so mm -hmm. I hope to see more from him, but... I mean, he's doing pretty well. I mean, if we're comparing it's, it to team, team result... He's on good team. <laughs> it's fine, I, yeah, it's so solid. It's, I, I really paid... Champ was so weird, though. It really it's is. on a good team. And, 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 and as we've learned, it all gets forgiven if you win the split. If you win the split, that means you, in 90% of the community's eyes, you have the best prospect in every position. So... Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, that's workable. Uh, I don't know. I just remember from last week's episode, TDS threw out the the take about that uh, he he could see Supernova winning it, or he likes Supernova winning the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Or I guess he was. I, I think in TDS's mind that was some sort of dark horse pick because we it's also possible. that same well that same episode we had the conversation of nobody's beating flight challengers that we have every week. So uh, <laughs> so, but I really paid attention to them because I remember I was like, you know what, TDS, I like that a lot, and I still backing it. I still think they're the dark horse pick. I think they're like Is a distant really third. A dark horse? 
I, a dark horse compared to what we're tearing yeah. flag challengers. Like, on, I think what it's, I'm trying to say. I mean, I don't know, man. They've got one less win and two more losses than them. Like, yeah. I, I mean, standings know, wise, it's not. That's just, you know, obviously that's just standings, right? But I mean, no, that's fair. The, one of the, one of the really interesting things is that, um, you know, they still have to play flag challengers, right? So last week, that's, yeah, that's, that's really going to be a, a pretty good litmus test. Uh, they have some, they have a couple of softballs coming up. I'm going to be quite honest. You know, it's not until that week eight, that game against Fly Challengers, that, you know, things get super difficult for them. Their most difficult the opponent they face is Cincinnati Fear, uh, which I think they can beat. Uh, so TDS might be onto something here. Nope. Yeah, I mean, standard TDS, you know, cooking for sure. Um, Common TDSW. Yeah. Common T- and they're also one of the two teams to take a game off of Merrillville, mm-hmm. who has only lost two whole games. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm really, I'm really back in Supernova. I, I know it came, it came off at the beginning of the year, like I was gonna be the wild card guy all year. And when they were like top, top of the, uh, the first, it was like, oh, this is your team, Slayer. And then I came over here, like, guys, I, I just put them fifth, and everyone else put them like bottom. And that's why I wouldn't shut up. I was like, ah, look, it's not tenth place wild card, card salty run back community or community, whatever the hell. Yeah. So here's here's where we have a tough conversation about wild card. Yeah, <laughs> in that uh, I'm I'm not sure they got any more wins left in the tank. Uh, they've got they've still got to play Supernova, they've still got to play Fear, and yeah. they've got to play AOE. Uh, that's gonna be a slugfest. It that's, is. It's gonna be yeah, that that middle one. Yeah. So we're in a, like we're in fascinating territory right now. I fucking hate the <laughs> I hate the single round robin format. It's so goofy. It's weird. It's weird. It's so weird, and it's like because it's like. My my least favorite time of the LCS uh, every year or any of the major leagues is when you're like still in the first round robin and you're on like your post week two and people are like trying to make big analytical statements while completely disregarding strength of schedule. Like that's that's the most frustrating shit in the world. Yeah. Uh, so and hard. we're we're perma that at NACL. Yeah. It's it's always oh, that. Yeah. It's never not that. Because <laughs> yeah. it's a single round robin. We, strength we, of schedule is so hard, like especially at the beginning. It's like, oh, we yeah. two. We'll take a look at your schedule. It's like, yeah, bro. Like the best team is like two and zero, oh, man. Like you know, slow the roll, pump the brakes. Yeah. You haven't quite gotten there yet, you know. But yeah, at this point, you know, at least it gets a little bit easier. It means that there's so much more analytical that you can at least dive into. Yeah. Even though, obviously well, that's why it's like it's one of my robin. things. Like like Team Liquid Challengers has not yet played Lit or or Mirage. Yep. So, is is this team really that bad? Or neither. Same with this guy's toast, by we'll the way. GSG out. is also they play Lit and Mirage in the same week. So, like, how how much can you exactly. really be like, like ah, so they're it's terrible? Like, it's like you know, they're more. I, I think they're you know, they're obviously not top of the pack. I think they're more middle of the pack. But I do think they are more middle of the pack still. Um, but we'll see. I mean, there. I I think disguise is kind of its own argument as well. But I, like. The thing to look at in this, like, you got to break the three-win barrier. Like, I'm really excited this coming week to see <laughs> yeah. who of these bottom six teams can break the three-win barrier. Because I think your third win and you're safe. Like, there's so yeah. many teams sitting here in two and four, two and three, one and four, one and five territory. That, like, if you just get that third win, I don't think there's a world where you get relegated anymore. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think there is going to be, like, 
a three-way tie at like two and seven, and it's gonna come down to game record. Good old game score. And that is gonna, <laughs> gonna get, get spicy. That is gonna get controversial, and that's what's going to inspire this format to change. It's when there's when there's oh, no, a three-way tie at two and seven, and somebody gets relegated because they had one less regular season game win <laughs> against some then, random team. That's, and then loses their spot. And then the loses you know, their they go spot. Into yeah, tournament pro- and they lose their spot. Because promotion is going to be crazy oh, this time around too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it should be pretty crazy. Uh, real, real quick. You know, I was. I don't know if you saw me just a moment ago, just you know, smiling and covering my eyes. I dug up my um, my tier list for the NACL that was posted Oof. back on January sixteenth. Oh yeah. Uh, y'all, y'all want to hear what I uh, what I put there? Sure. All right. Sure. So I went from I went from D tier to S tier. So D tier, we start off strong with Maryville. Okay. Right. Yep. Yeah. That's that rough. That's va- this is a that's different. Va- I mean, this is a different Maryville roster, though, right? This it was. Is... It was. Um. Yeah. 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 It was. It was. I, so you, you can know, cut yourself some like, slack I mean, there. I only would have moved them up to C tier. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna front or anything. Yep. Uh, put Mirage Alliance and Lit in C tier. Uh, that that's you know not uh not too bad. Yeah. That's, no. That's okay. You know, like Mirage Alliance, obviously not C tier, but you know it could be worse. Uh, B tier was AOE, Fear, and Wildcard. Hmm. Um, as you notice, there's a team name that I haven't mentioned yet. Uh, a tier is uh, Team Liquid, FlyQuest, and uh, Supernova. Mm. Okay. Uh, so we got one team remaining that I put in S tier, and um, oh, that no. team's not doing so hot. No. That team that team was disguised as a good team. Uh, yeah. It was actually just a bad team, apparently. I, I think their roster's still great. I don't. I I, I don't know what's going on with them. Like I'm actually just like speechless. I look at this team and I'm like. How could this team be bad? And I watched them play, and I'm like, oh, never mind. I figured it out. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. It's rough. That's rough for sure. It feels like they just can't win any lanes. And maybe that's just reductive, but maybe it's not. Like, I, I don't know. It's like Tenacity think, is picking yeah. all these wild carry picks, and it's not really winning lane. Young has never really been a slam lane guy. He's been like a... You know, he can go even, or he can even eke out a little lead, but he's not going to, like, push that lead. And Manui's not the biggest laner either. Uh, I, I no would have maybe way. expected Poom to, like, help him out a little bit, but feels like they're not great in the 2v2. And then it's like, Perry just has nothing to play through, and I feel like that's such a change of pace from when he had Faisal Phillip in the top lane and Shochi in the mid lane. Yeah, dude, it's it's rough. It's tough. I. It's the same conversation for me that we had last week, which is kind of what you just said, which is like they rely so much on one of tenacity and young to win a lane and buy time for Manui, whatever scale pick he picks that's that's relying on him sitting back that and it just has it, it has worked in like 20 percent of their games. Yeah. Oh, hey, look, they've won 25 percent of their actual games. Crazy. Yeah. No way. No way. Oh, yeah, that's that's a rough one. Like getting over that. Getting over that two-win hump is going to make a big difference for whoever is able to do it. So, and keep your eyes on matches like uh, TL versus Mirage. I think it's going to be important. Um, yeah, I mean, wildcard fear, if they can manage to turn things yeah. back around. Like, there's going to be some matches this week. Like, MU Vi Challengers is going to be the big highlight this week, of course. Uh, yeah, keep your eyes on some of these matches with, like, these two-win teams. See if they're able to eke out anything in there. Like, I think this is the week where TL breaks the three-win barrier, and then I stop worrying about them. I think they're, like, the only one who's going to do it, though. I think other than that, it's going to be top four teams beating up on lower-tier teams for all the five other matches, and we're going to have this same conversation coming into week seven. 
Well, that week seven conversation would be pretty interesting. It'll be fun. I yeah. think I think that not to look too far ahead and to, you know, take some talking points away from a future episode, but that Mirage versus Disguise game is actually going to be kind of important. Because the loser Disguise, is, wild card the, AOE, like yeah, all three of those matches the are going to be... Yeah, your life's gonna on have the a line. bad time, you know, because you lose that game, you know, if you're Mirage or Disguise, like you're pretty much out, right? Like you're you're now fighting for your life. You are like almost guaranteed to fight for your life. Yeah, start scouting Winthrop, buddy. <laughs> or uh, or you know, I think uh, give up on scouting Aporia, Winthrop. Try to Aporia scout the other three won, teams right? and be like, all right, yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So it's some some of these upcoming OQ teams look like they might be pretty. Pretty good. Okay. We can't. I'll I, tell you. I'll tell you what. OQ two going to be much stronger than OQ one in my opinion. Yeah, that'd be crazy. There's a few. There's definitely a few players coming out of the woodwork. Uh, by the time this drops, the the reveal show will have been yesterday. So yep. go check out the reveal show if you haven't already. Absolutely. Um, but based on based on what we are hearing around here about some of the players and some of the teams that are coming into OQ two, it's going to be a spicy one. It's going to be a spicy one. Let's That's chat. Gonna be yeah. good. <laughs> let's focus in on next week a little bit. Let's let's get some predictions in for for Maryville versus Fly Challengers. Where are we at on Maryville Fly Challengers? Somebody's going six and zero. Oh. These guys have it's... exactly the same series win rate at five and zero. Oh. They have exactly the same game win rate at ten and two. I'm so confident it's Fly C. <laughs> really? I'm so confident. <laughs> I'm so... not buying in. I'm not drinking the Kool Aid, man. It's gonna go three just because it has to. I really, I, I hope it goes three. Even though I think it's going to fly C, I hope it goes three. I, I just don't see this roster losing to anybody right now. I don't. And I know Yanny's smiling over there. He's yeah, about to say the opposite I'm, of what I'm saying. I, and I'm, fine I'm, not, with it. I'm not trying to be a contrarian, but I don't know, man. I Way just... more fun to be a contrarian. So No, 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 no. It, it's not because you get roasted on Twitter when you do that. And, you know, that was that was right. a rough day. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah, that's um, true. That's true. But, I mean... You know, I, I'm not a guy that's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go rah-rah with, you know, a pick that I've had prior. But, uh, I mean, honestly, the team, Maryville has always been pretty good. They're just playing at a different level right now. I, I don't I don't know what they've done to unlock this higher level. They have all ascended to, like, a higher plane of League of Legends, you know. Um, I, I have to go with them, right? I, I don't yeah. know. I think the big thing is actually going to be mid lane. Uh, for that series, I'm really interested uh, because if Spearax can like just edge out Quad, I think that could actually put Maryville over the top. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it does come down to the matchups, right? Is what's going to be really interesting. Like, I think I favor Quad over Spyrax. I favor Surtey over Nile. Ah, all right, so we're keeping mm -hmm. your agenda going. I was like, does Gordo say he goes I'm against not gonna say I favor Can't go against Surtey. Yeah. Kidding me? No, Surtey's no, no, like, no, no. Surtey's in that MVV conversation too. By the way, Jet's the man. Yes, he should be. 100 percent, he is. Yeah. yeah, he's he's so freaking good. So it's like the, I, I I favor those two lanes. So like the question is like how like can a Surtey or a Quad like completely take over lane? against these guys like i consider them you know the better players in the matchup but that doesn't mean that you're getting solo kills and going up 50 cs and like the whole game's about you because of that it, you know it might be a much smaller impact than that 
where I think, like, Maryville could come out ahead in the team play. The other thing is, I think it might actually be the opposite in the bottom lane. Like, I'm kind of on the Scary Jerry Zyko train, man. Like, I think these guys could take it to Sajet and Chime. I really do, based on what we've gotten to see out of them. If they I get do. one of their, like, aggressive bot lane drafts, you know, if they get to play, you know, they're... I think their Draven lanes are really good, although those may be a little bit uh, a little bit ego-y. But, you know, if they get to play their, their Lucian Enchanters, if they get to play their, like aggressive varus lanes i think it could it could really they can really take it to them i think they really can i believe they can too i just think that flyquest has already shown that they can be successful weak siding sajet and chime and having surdy sure. and quad uh carry over and it, it is true that you know sajet his most proficient champions are arguably most effective once uh scaling has happened we already saw what happened when he got vain so I don't know. I, I think they have the recipe of success. Uh, but I, I do back, even if I am back in FlyQuest Challengers. I think Zyko and Scary Jerry, I can't believe I'm saying it, are, are actually the advantageous lane up against Chime and Sajed, which I, I hate to say as, as I love Chime so much. But Two months ago? Yeah, like people would yeah, be like, dude, what is like, this guy talking what about? What is this guy talking dude, about? It's man? so crazy. Bonfire <laughs> hasn't been back on the show, but Bonfire had some... <laughs> harsh fucking words about oh, scary Jerry yeah. and psycho in the preseason no, episode he's not right he wasn't wrong though i it know like, that's the crazy you know, thing yeah like scary jerry i don't know what has happened but he just has made a complete 180 because this was a guy who at you know when he made that great run with converse everybody was like mm -hmm. this guy's a stud and then afterward with maryville and things were like fine but not fantastic it's like Okay, maybe Scary Jerry's just a floor raiser, you know, Slayer. He might just be a Doc Rivers. But as it turns out, <laughs> but as it so turns out, pain. you know, whatever has happened here in this NACL season has just been a huge boon to him. Uh, and, you know, sure, everybody can say, oh, well, you know, the team's playing really well around him. Well, sure, you know, he's still got to play the games and he's still got to play well. Uh, and that's what he's been doing. So, you know, credit to that entire organization because. You know, if any of their players were not playing at the level that they were at, they would not be undefeated. Yeah, and I I love that you say that, Yanni, because I said, and I said the same thing last week, but I'm going to say it again because uh, I, I'm becoming more and more convinced of it. On those Converse days, when Scary Jerry was popping off and getting crazy Ezreal highlights in lane, his support was Rox908, who good is support. a really good player. And like a kind of like aggressive kind of lane focused support. And I think if you had asked me six months ago, I would have said a better support than Zyko. So now I think a lot of it, Zyko has like really stepped up oh, yeah. and is a far better laner than he was last year. And I think that's like unlocked Scary Jerry to look more like the Converse form. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it comes back to Zyko. Like, I think he's I think he should be the big story here. I think he allows Scary Jerry to be a bigger story as well. But yeah, I mean that yeah. that whole that whole story is crazy. Like week week one of NACL, we we were all cast in uh, OQ Swiss, so I assume all of us were watching VODs. So I I wasn't watching NACL live week one, but uh, I I got a DM while I was casting a Swiss series, uh, and a, a friend of mine who does not really watch NACL, he just DM me and he just went, "Scary Jerry's next up," and I'm like, "What the? What are you talking about, man? <laughs> like, what is, it's like a first NACL game this guy's ever watched, and he's like, dude, this Scary Jerry guy's like, insane.' Guy's and I'm like, "What are you talking about? What is going on in these games right now that I'm not watching?" And now yeah, five weeks later, I'm uh, like, "You know what? He was right. He was the first one. He was <laughs> he's the first one on the train." But yeah, he's totally right. Scary Jerry might be like top eighty carry in NACL. He might have won the 
the wide open best eighty carry in an ACL competition. He's Which like, is so crazy. Like he was too. the one player I wasn't counting. Like I was like, there's yeah, nine yeah. Oh, guys okay. that can win it, and then there's Scary Jerry, and here's Scary <laughs> Jerry. He's I think he's got it. Like I think he's my pick right now. If I had to pick tomorrow, yeah. who's best eighty carry in an ACL? I might pick Scary Jerry. I literally left eight. I I, I said eight, and my two out were Manui and Scary Jerry. So yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Wow, I mean, <laughs> what a what a what a split! What yeah, a split! It's great. For... This is a really great story, by the way, for NACL, right? Like, this is the university team full students and stuff like that? No, it's collegiate. not just collegiate, but also you know, like, yeah, like this is this is massive that it, it can. I think that you know, not to get too deep into the like, what purpose does seal all serve, right? Mm -hmm. But I think it's really great that it could it can be a pipeline, right? Like you yeah. can have a really good collegiate team perform really well in the NACL and be like, yeah, you know what? This is viable. You can go to school. You can get your education. You can play on a really good collegiate team. You could make it into the NACL. And then, you know, it just turns out you smurf the entire, uh, the entire season. And then, you know, a team wants to pick you up and it's like, cool. You got a good chunk of your education done. You can put it on pause. You can choose to continue it. You can do whatever you want. It creates more options for League of Legends players in a system that left you with very little options prior. I agree. And we might, like, we could be... It's not unthinkable. Like, I think it's likely there's two collegiate teams in NACL in summer. I've been saying all season long that Winthrop is coming. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's not impossible that there's three. Either. No, it's two? not. Is there already two? You know, you want to really count. There's already, yeah. Card? I mean, it, I'm yeah. not even counting wild card, but oh, okay. you could, yeah. I mean, you could definitely make the argument that wild card is two, uh, four fifths at least. Um, but I mean, like, I think there, there will probably be two. Like Winthrop will probably be in the league, and once Winthrop gets in, by the way, I think Winthrop will stay there. Like, I think Artemis is like a very good coach. I think he mm -hmm. will be able to cycle in like players as players graduate and stuff and be very very good for a long time i think he'll be like maryville and i think it's like you know it's not unthink it's it's not any more far-fetched than the fact that lit made it last split like yeah, i think no, like no. Ole miss Ole making miss, it this is the same level yeah, yeah like Ole miss making it is not crazier than lit making it like i don't think it's likely but i don't think it's oh. crazier Mm, I don't actually agree with that. I really don't. Really? Like, Lit shouldn't have, have even you, been in the promotion tournament, bro, man. Have it was you supposed to be native gaming. Bro, have you watched Ole Miss play League of Legends, dude? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> bro, but... like, I, bro, that team is... I, I, um, if, they, if they had a theme song, it would just be Hot and Cold by Katy Perry. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, <laughs> you just need to be hot for a little while. That's all you need. I mean, that's what Lit did. I, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to give them the... Yeah, they like have the ability to exactly, I think that's exactly what Lit exactly has shown a modicum did. of consistency. Come on. Like, Ole Miss has shown me, like, no consistency. And I sure. love them. I Colomer is a friend. I, I think Sugar was a fantastic player. I really think their players are pretty good. Um, And, you know, I, I love Icelandic Hero, too. I love KJ. But, like, I, that seems just, yeah, it's not it's likely. It's the consistency of baby shit. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's not likely, but I think it's like not. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like, and maybe this is like revisionist possible. But yeah, like I, I, I do. Possible. I just want to say it's possible. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, well, I think it's like yeah. they're already the format already so much favors 
teams that already got top four, and they already got top four. So I think it's like they've like it's very easy to like even with their inconsistencies to like stumble over yourself and just make top four again, and now you're in the promotion yeah. tournament. And if you make it to the promotion tournament, I mean anything can happen. You just gotta anything win like well, you just gotta off. win like two best of fives. You're hot and you're hot. You're yes yeah, and you're yeah. yes. You just gotta be you hot know? for two BO5s. You just gotta win like six games. Quoting the song. <laughs> Starts quoting the song. You just Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Yeah. That's, this is what you get with me, man. Like, I'm you know, sold. You get... I'm sold. Don't get me wrong. I'm sold. And you're then, sold then it's like well, and then the other question is like, who are your opponents, right? Is it like Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, like, are you going to, is Team Liquid going to, you know, are you going to have to play against the DSG guys? Then I think that I'm getting a little worried, right? Like, am mm -hmm. I going to, is, you know, I don't know how Ole Miss does against, like, DSG. But, <laughs> yeah, I like, a lot of teams but are they going to get to play DSG. against, like, Mirage? Like, I think Ole Miss and a Mirage, like, I think that's a, like, oh, yeah. that might be an Ole Miss favored matchup. Like, Mirage Alliance is bot lane in lane, oh, abysmal. Sure. Like, Rhino and Shogo will, will slaughter them. Oh yes. yeah, it won't be close. Well, there you go. I mean, like that's yeah. that's the most likely competition for them to face. Like well, Mirage is in last right now. Competition, you know, and that's the problem for them. Yeah, I think those are players that can definitely rise to the occasion. But when they play against, you know, teams that are eerily similar to them in skill level, they just, you know, they they yep. either get so far behind that, and then they can't come back, or they get so far ahead and they throw. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a pretty big problem, but you know, speaking of, um, you know, you mentioned disguise, you know, I don't know if, I don't know if any of the teams match up against disguise that particularly well, not to like look super far ahead. I don't even, even if they stay where they're at, I don't necessarily think they drop out. I think, yeah. I think it would only be a one team promotion this time around. I don't, I mean, I don't think disguise stays where they're at. I think the relegation teams will be Mirage and wildcard. Yeah. I, I think disguise is guaranteed. Three wild cards should, could certainly drop out for yeah. sure. Like, I don't think wildcard wins any more series. I think they're going to be two and seven. Uh, yeah. I think they'll be three and six, but that's on brand actually, for where I put them. Well, you think they'll be I, AOE? Yeah, I think they'll be AOE. I'm going to call uh, it right now. That's what Sorry my takes all year. Off. Go ahead. I think they're going to beat Fear. They're going to be Fear. I think mm. they are going to beat Fear. I'll tell okay. you something. I think it's going to three games. I'll tell, oh, <laughs> I'll tell uh, you I mean, that much. Uh, if it doesn't Since go to fear. three games, it'd be a disappointment. I think the weirdest the weirdest timeline would be if Wildcard 2 owes them, right? Like It's like, oh, it's a little strange. Um, no, I think it's going to three games, and I think that's going to be what undoes fear. They're going to drop a game, and then, you know, we, we all know how great the best-of-one format is uh, through OQs, and you know that sometimes any team can win. And uh, when you're fighting a best-of-one, any team can truly win, especially at the NACL level. So, I don't know. That's 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 my line of thinking um, uh, as to why Cincinnati fear just leaves the door open and wildcard just accidentally falls in. We'll see. If Wildcard gets that third win, I think they're probably safe, and I think then it might be lit that gets the boot. We'll have to see. I, um, I still think I could see AoE falling out. I could see AoE falling I'm out, too. Throwing, it could I'm happen. throwing that one out Although, there, it's too. worth pointing out, AoE has the most wins out of all the two-win teams. Yeah, that's true. They have and that's with one fewer series played than most of them. Yeah. They still got two wins, though. Well, they yeah. have two series wins, uh, but they yeah they have seven game wins. Mm -hmm. So if we end up in a if we end up in a multi way tie at two and yeah, seven, AOE course. is probably going to be favored because they're they're a two win team that's seven and six, whereas like Lit yeah. is a two win team that's five and nine, and yeah, Wildcard is a that two win team quick. that's six and eight. But yeah, I don't, I don't think that's gonna happen. I think AOE probably probably sticks in there. Yeah, I think they'll hold on. Um. 
Wow. Well, Let's that's a lot of NACL. I I think we could we could get into ACL time here. Hell yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'm yeah. I'm down to do that. Um, ACL yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Screw it. Screw it. We're 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 free. We're free. And we're free to do our sponsor obligations. <laughs> so we're actually kind of the opposite of free. Yeah, we're actually but, <laughs> we're actually <laughs> obligated for the, <laughs> for the first time in the history of the show. We're actually obligated to do something. So it's kind of the opposite. But that's okay. We're rocking and rolling. Let's and I'm kind of down to talk about ACL. Like we haven't the closest yeah. thing to talking about ACL I've gotten to do is I got to do the draw show where I talk for like two minutes hyping up all the teams uh with with flay and pvs sharing their takes as well so this is this is my this is now my comfort zone where i get to to, to babble about acl teams so for those who don't know the aegis champions league is 28 teams this split uh it was open application narrowed down to 28 teams uh they were power ranked by a seating committee uh and then drawn into i was on that i was on that as well yeah uh, I just... and then, see yanni you're not you and my your naclq committee you're not you're not yeah. the only ones in town anymore my my takes yeah. are really too bad you know <laughs> I, I don't i don't know what to tell you yeah um so there there are four teams of seven groups uh they will play against each other in seven weeks of round robin competition uh they will play all six other teams in their group once they will play cross group matches against a team in the same kind of tier as them once that will serve as tiebreakers uh, once it comes time for playoffs. And then the top 16 teams, so the top four teams in each group, will go on to a double elimination bracket. Um, so let's go group by group. Let's chat about uh, the various groups uh, as we get in there. Uh, I'm just going to go through the team names. I'm not going to go through the team rosters. You can check out the rosters on... <laughs> the sheet that's publicly available it's through the aegis discord True. it'll be around on twitter and stuff as well uh, it's now. also it'll be, it's on the wiki i'm almost entirely i oh. think quest has come through yes. let me let me go quest, and see quest is really really good about that and while you're checking that out um, not I up yet but out. hopefully will be up soon i do want to shout out aegis um so last night um i was just chilling with uh with rare adam and nicole and we were going through a bunch of past tier three leagues and stuff like that and how it seemed the ecosystem at the time for tier three was a much more supportive at the time back 2020, 2021. And it took like a really sharp nosedive and Aegis, it serves a really, really important purpose in the ecosystem to have this uncapped league, to have some of these players who are relative unknowns, get more experienced against teams and players that are, have been established, you know, we're going to get to talk about some teams like UCI is in here, right? Some of these are established players, guys like Mike Young, who was an ex-pro and things like that. That is super important to have in the ecosystem to have new players come in, like a guy like Season of Leaves, for example, who's like 14, yeah. right? Like playing 13, against I think. really, yeah, 13, playing against really experienced players. It's so important to have that. And I wish we had more. And I, you know, not just because it's a sponsored segment, but I want to thank them for having this because it breathes more life into tier three North American League of Legends where it solely needs it. Yeah, I mean, super well said. They are they are the uh, the pioneers of whatever. They're going to pioneer tier three out of the Dark Age. I mean, oh, they're yeah. still in it. They're going to be the ones to pioneer. Uh, and we're going to help. We're, yeah, we're going to help. But like they, from a tournament organized standpoint, oh, yeah. no, they are the... Yeah, they are the pioneers. So, um, 
Yeah. I, I mean, and that's going for the two guys that ha- have worked uh, at Aegis the least amount of time. Gordo hasn't even said anything. He's the one casting for ACL. And yeah. I, 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 I feel weirder. Twice. I feel like weirder expressing gratitude when I've been a little more directly involved. But the, uh, th- no, I mean, the, the TOs over there are fantastic. Like, Flay's done such a great job shepherding this league. Uh, IR's done a great job of, like, growing the Aegis brand and, like, uh, getting it to where it is today. You know, like, those guys deserve all the credit in the world. Everybody who works at Aegis. Uh, beyond the casters especially deserves all the credit of the world you know tds and i kind of just show up uh, and give our thoughts when asked and stuff obviously but uh the uh yeah i just also want to say that like it's it's crazy i don't know i don't know what the takeaway of this is but it is like as much great work has gone into it it's crazy that it like it kind of just took some luck too. like at the end of the last split. Like it's just, it always does. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Like it's like, so like comparing this winter split to the 2023 winter split, uh, that God. Yeah. Like (laughs) it is night and day. Like the, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like the, the best team by far in 2023 winter was California Irvine. They took first handedly with the exact same roster that they are now like not even an S tier team in this league with, uh, like that's just how it is like it just it just blew up in fall last year shout out to ride it and whoopley and whoever made the call to let nacl players participate like that made a huge difference huge. oh yeah yeah and it's Massive. like and it's like and after that like after that last split happened like we're just we're in it now baby now just like the all the great teams sign up so good stuff great place to be um but yeah, let's uh, let's get through each group. Uh, I'll list off the teams. We can uh, make reference to who the players are, uh, it kind of in passing. Uh, but I won't post the full rosters. Go on to the go check out the Aegis sheet for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll I'll put a link to the Aegis sheet in the description. That's probably the best way to do this. Good call, um, good call. So if people want to go check out the uh, the rosters uh, and keep trap keep tabs on the league, uh, they're welcome to do that. At the time this video drops, first broadcast will be tonight. I will get to what that game is going to be soon. It'll have been announced by now, but that's going to be a hype one. So starting off with the Demacia group, we've got Team Fish Taco, Karulian's Kittens, Abandoned Kittens, two kittens teams in this group, Interstellar Yappers, Gravity, Next Level Esports, and Shaboing Boing Esports. (laughs) These are... Oh, we got some great teams in that one. So this is the draw here. This is an interesting one, especially uh, because there's been a couple of roster changes since it originally happened. But uh, I-, I think a team immediately to take a look at here is going to be the Abandoned Kittens, especially oh, yeah. with the roster changes that they come in with uh, compared to their NACL qualifier run, because they're still the core of solidified low jazz Devin phantom star uh in top jungle 80 carrying bot but they got samakin in mid lane he's he's dipped ditching his aporia homies to come play for abandoned kittens in acl so that that's an exciting team here oh yeah, yeah. that is that has to contend with you know being a top team in that in you know in the Namasia division right i mean i'd probably pencil them in second just you know, immediately uh, after looking at TFT's roster. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they, they will certainly be able to give Team Fish Taco a run for their money in a couple of games. Yeah. And, and Team Fish uh, Taco, yeah. by the way, yeah. So we've got yeah. the new Team Fish Taco roster on Hot ACL. That's already in the ACL sheet. 
is they yep. have brought in Tony Top in the top lane and Amazo in the jungle, who is also Wallflower, who is also Iconic, who is also, <laughs> uh, what was he? He was Zown for like a week once upon a time. Uh, X Maryville jungler, uh, that guy. Uh, so this is now this is now just TikTok Tony Top. This is TikTok yes. Tony Top from top to bottom. So that team, I With think you've got to pencil in first. Team Fish Tony Top. Yeah, that's Team how Fish it is. Tony Top. Yeah, no, I want to pencil them in first. Um, I I think the Kitten Wars are going to be a great story of the ACL uh, this season because I am higher on the other Kittens squad in this division. Mm. I I like Rulian's Kittens more, uh, which would be... Uh, do you want me to say the roster? Say I, it, or yeah. you? Uh, it, it's uh, it's Porsche, Frost Forest, Zhao Danny, Enthralled, and then Karulian, which... Uh, Whose current screen name, by the way, is Ass Blaster Seventy Nine. <laughs> I mean, come on, come on. It's it's League of Legends high elo players. You, you you're gonna get one of these names. Jesus, guys. I miss her. You know. <laughs> yeah, I miss hers. Yeah, yeah. No, listen. Her. Am I a bit? Am I a bit biased because I I have a special place in my heart for some of these players? Yes, but it's still less fun if you don't pick your uh, pick certain teams that way. So I, I um fair. I'm a very very big Zhao Danny fan. He's been in the UCI right. system for a bit. Uh, I know he's, he's ACL royalty at this point. He's he, like he's he ACL royalty. Deep ACL yeah. runs. Yeah, he's made deep. He's also you know he's in the UCI system because uh, I believe he's been backing up. I know the UCI doesn't didn't have a JV team this split. Yeah, for but he's been on C-Lol. it when there has been one. Yeah. Yeah, he but he's he's been backing up uh, Simon Bread for his entire time there. Uh, Enthralled is is an AD that I think a lot of people going into OQs had pretty high. Uh, I think I think a lot of people talked about him as like kind of the premier guy on that Polestar roster. Uh, and then Porsche, you obviously know Porsche, who's, who's made some deep runs with the, with an org I'm not even going to air, air the name of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I really like Krillian's Kittens. Uh, shout out to Danny if he's listening. I don't, he probably won't be. But I, I think the Kitten Wars will be really fun. I think when those two teams play, it's going to be awesome. But I still have TFT first, by the way. I'm oh, not yeah, getting that crazy. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's, not, that's not too surprising. Um, yeah, those, those are going to be good games. Gotta be honest though, I was really high on enthralled. Talked with a lot of coaches, watched a lot of tape. I'm not as high on enthralled as I once was, <laughs> and I still think he's really, really good. Um, you know, enthralled's a homie. Pretty sure enthralled and I share the same birth date, not like year, but you know, birthday. So you know, shout out. Um, but I don't know, man. I I don't know if he's gonna if if their bot lane can win in the kitten war. That's that's how they're going to be able to win their match. I don't necessarily think it's going to be through their top side, which is very strong because they're going up against a top side that is, you know, not equal in strength, but up there in strength. I also have I've been informed because Zhao Danny DM'd me the schedule and he circled a week. I believe the cross group play game for Karulian's Kittens is in fact UCI, which I think is very fun. That's uh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Also, Gordo, I'm petitioning you to. Uh, Make sure the broadcast. When do they? When do they play? Whenever the the, the kid war happens, it should be the broadcast. That's like an easy funny storyline. So. It is. I do wonder how much we'll try to broadcast the cross group games, just because they are kind True. of more exhibitiony and they don't have a lot of impact on the standings. Um, but we'll see. I mean, you know, you never know when a week might be boring or a week might be exciting. It depends on what teams end up showing up to, and what the other matches that week look like. The only other team in this group I'd want to kind of call attention to, just as like a looking at fourth place kind of team, is Next Level Esports. 
Uh, Steam's got Saknam Wenwin Kongji on it. Saknam. Uh, as cool. yeah, as names folks will recognize. It's kind of the only other team in this group that even really has names that I recognize. Minnesota um, had a uh, pretty good OQ, I'm pretty sure. Oh, did yeah. he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that... It's not. That's really, that's it's a big. player I have not gotten to be graced with yet, but I I believe that. Thank. Um, funny question, Gordo. How many lanes have you seen Saknam play in tier three? Am I? He, he's not normally a top laner, or am I switching somebody? He's in, in no. Side? You're you're not wrong on that. Saknam has played a few different positions. He's played jungle. Uh, he played top on Gravity Galaxy last ACL split. Yes. And, uh, and then he like in OQs he was support. Gravity. Yeah, so he's just he's just yeah. He's that's why I thought in his time too. He played he plays support for Purdue as well. So my man plays some different roles. He gets around. Ah, uh, yes, the classic support to top lane pipeline. We yeah. all know. Yeah. This well. is like a Steel City Warrior kind of. <laughs> that's, that's just the straight, <laughs> resume. The straight and, pipeline. Yeah, I don't know. He's yeah. he's done well before. So sure. Yeah. Which Steel City Warrior are you referring to? I guess we'll get to the, that later. The real one. The, the one that isn't <laughs> yeah, low <okay>. jazz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to... I don't know. I gotta, we got to ma- pass some kind of rule with low jazz that makes him use his real <laughs> fucking name. Uh, Please, man. Like, this guy's, like, pretty... Like, here's, here's the problem with that, too. I'm going to just go on a very short rant because I've had this talk with a lot of, you know, again, coaches, uh, people who are, you know, in positions of power at, like, universities and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, your name is your brand. And yeah. like us yeah, as casters dude. know that very well. Just play by your name, dude. Like, or have it listed down somewhere so people know who you are. Like, oh, who's still City Warrior? Oh, that's Low Jazz. People go like, oh, I know Low Jazz. Low Jazz is pretty good. He played it pretty good in OQs. But if you just go by Steel City Warrior, nobody asks. People are gonna be like, that's Steel City Warrior guy's pretty good, but I can't find anything on him. Like, come on, guys, please. Yeah. The crazy thing about Bro. Ben Guy, too, and that's why I'm keeping a close eye on this Van and Kittens roster. Ben Guy, Low Jazz, all the same dude. I see. I see. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yippee Yahoo Yaha. Uh, you've, you've, <laughs> you've seen him around. Um, hide on come. Uh, <laughs> oh, Shout out the one that was only on a roster, a roster sheet, but never actually. They. <laughs> Because we thought that was what his name was going to be for uh, yeah. RCL, and then he, then it was Yippee Yo Ya. And we're like, okay, thank oh, God. Thank we, don't, we, don't have to ignore, we don't have to ignore his username completely. Um, Yeah, I don't know what it is about. Like, he's never super high rank, at least never when I see his accounts. But dude just shows up in comp. I don't know. I don't know what he brings to teams. But he just has this, like, presence in, in pre-made comp games where you can just, like, I don't know. He's just unpredictable in the jungle. He's just—he could be really fucking aggressive. He's always up in the enemy jungle. He's always making ganks happen. He's just good. Like, I don't know. I just—I'm always impressed by him when uh, he rolls up with like with this squad. He's like been playing with Hope slash Devin and and Phantom Star and Solidified and stuff for like for multiple seasons now. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for this team. I think this team will be good and uh, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. That was a long that was a long dive into the Demacia group, but that's fine. It's it's cool <laughs> to talk about a lot of teams. Let's get into the Noxus group a little bit. So this too. one, Morningstar White, the talk of the town lately. UCI Varsity, five seasons, Kosa Gamers, the Wiglets, Vespa, and Nova Sphere Gaming. First things first here. Do you want to say week yeah, one I mean... matchup? Morningstar White versus UCI Varsity. Hashtag let Yuzhin play. That's the featured match we'll of week playing. one. So tune in. This is dropping Friday morning, so that means it's happening tonight. Friday night, ACL. 
twitch.tv slash Sports GG. Check Be that there. one out. And uh, yeah, catch Morningstar White UCI Varsity. I mean, Morningstar White's got to be the team to talk about here, right? Freshly DQ'd off the OQs. They are running their full five-man roster. We are hashtag letting Yushin play. Uh, he's, I don't know if he's currently rank one, but he's been in and out of rank one for the last couple of weeks. This dude's a monster in the top lane. Him versus Barrick is going to be a, a crazy one to watch. And this is going to be like, I, I'm so excited for this group. This group's going to be so much fun. Is it going to be that crazy of one to watch? Because I feel like Yushin is just going to roll him over. Like that guy, that guy is legitimately so good. I had, um, you know, people have been saying like, this guy is like Tony top five years ago, level of good, which was, was pretty insane at the time. Um, and you know, obviously there's tangents that, you know, we, we probably don't want to go on. Um, (laughs) but really wish this guy was given an opportunity to uh to play in it you know at least nacl maybe because you know they have their you know a team could actually reasonably pick him up and just decide like yeah sure because he um you know you get one import right so yes you do there's some complexity and like you'd also have to pay him enough to give him a working visa because you can't yeah, make so him a full-time employee point. on his student mm-hmm. visa, so there's mm-hmm. like a little legal complexity there. You would need a, a team, you would a you would need a fly out. challengers or a TL challengers to bite the yes. bullet. That's what you'd really want. Yeah, and you know what? They 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 could reasonably right. I think this guy is that good, um, and I actually think that means that ACL is like really important for him. Like if he goes and yeah. he wastes everybody, and this team finishes first, wins the entire thing. Like, we'll give, the, you know, we'll make teams be like, well, you know, this guy did do really good. Obviously, you know, they have the disqualification thing happen, but he is pretty much running over all of tier three. It's like, let's bring him in. Let's, let's scrim with him or something like, that, you know, and then go from there. So I, I hope this dude gets a shot. I really hope that he shows that he is the real deal and then somehow some way gets a chance if he wants it. I think that's yeah, I'm, I'm with it. I mean, <laughs> Uh, on the flip side of the week one matchup, um, just to talk about UCI Varsity. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, shout, shout out my little brother who attends uh, UCI. Oh, oh, yeah. I think you uh, I remember yeah. that once. That's partly why I've become so enamorally tapped in with UCI is because I'm he, so he, sorry. He, You're an anteater by did. blood. <laughs> well, yeah, I technically am. I, I literally have a UCI UCI brother t-shirt. Like in my, in my, uh, I bought one of those silly ones because I'm, I'm that older brother. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we can play the fun game with UCI of, yeah, they've, they're arguably one of the most disappointing rosters from from this point towards where we are now. Still think they should finish second. Uh, pretty confidently think they should finish second. Uh, as much fun as uh, the five seasons team is going to be and the Prodigy, are, are, are any of you really not putting UCI second in, in Noxus? Is, no. I guess I'll put the floor to that. No, I'm putting UCI second, and I, I think, like, the thing about UCI, especially if you are like an NACL only listener or or one of those rare like LCS only listeners who just tunes in to get like updates on NACL and you have like no idea what's going on down there down here, you may peek at this roster and be like, oh, it's Mike Young and like maybe you recognize Gorica from his uh, academy days. Um, but like Mike Young's like the name that sticks out here. I think the player to watch on this team though is Light Pulse. Like I think, yeah, oh, facts. yeah. Like I think Light Pulse is so freaking good. Uh, I, I think Standard he's. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to speak for him because uh, I don't know that he's like 
if he got an NACL tomorrow, offer tomorrow, I don't know if he'd take it or not. Maybe he would. But I believe, like, I don't know why I think this. I don't know if he said it explicitly or if it's just been my impression. But I feel like he's not interested in pro. Like, he kind of wants to finish his degree and, and, you know, go and have a regular life. Which, more power to him. If if that's what he wants, and if that is, and again, I don't know that for a fact, so don't don't nobody go, never hitting up Light Pulse because you heard Orlando Gordo say it on a podcast once. <laughs> um, but he's like really freaking thoughtful about the game. We was, he was our go to interview guy. Most of the rest of UCI didn't want to talk to us back when they won ACL in twenty twenty three winter. Um, but Light Pulse was always the guy who would hop on with us, and he's just he's just a deep thinker about the game. He's really like kind of eloquent in his in his presentation of concepts and stuff. You can tell that he's like an in game leader. He's like a big shot caller for that squad. Um, he's just good. He's just really good. He's willing to play some of the wonky stuff. Um, yeah, he's 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 my big player to watch on UCI varsity. I think. So keep an eye keep an eye on him. I endorse this. I've been a light pulse. And it looks like they're running elated, by the way. So I was wrong about that. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, it's yeah. not bear. It's elated. It's elated. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, light pulse has been really, really good. He's been on some really good teams. Um, and he hasn't always been an individually pretty impressive player when he plays. It's like, oh, you know, like, this guy is. He's really he was good. in um, Academy very briefly, right? He was like a sub. I think he was. I know he didn't coach Supernova for a short time. In he was on 100 Thieves Challengers as a top sub. He was on 100 Thieves Challengers, yes. Yeah, briefly. I think he did play. He did. Yeah, he played okay. like a week. He played a weekend. When uh, 100 Thieves Challengers like didn't have Unforgiven or Destiny in, They he it was him and uh, him and Viper were the bot lane. Oh, yeah. That was so, that's so weird, man. Yeah, what, a, what a way to... What a way to start your 2-2 journey right there, man. You're playing with the top laner. That's not your bottom laner. And I believe that's the last game he's actually played. And like, I'm confident he will play in 2-2 again. If he wants it. I mean, If he wants it. I hope he wants Ooh, it. Light Pulse? Yeah, Light Pulse. Oh, I, I was talking about Viper. Oh, yeah, Viper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the last game that he's played. This was bot lane with Light Pulse. And, I heard some rumors that and, like Viper uh, almost spring. played recently while some players were yes. sick. Yes. No, you no, also no, no, heard no. this? I, I recall hearing this. Yeah. Uh, um, Viper almost yeah. played some NACL recently. That's a totally, that's a huge tangent that we don't have to go what down a, right now. What a family. What a triumvirate. Shout out the fourth brother who peaked Emerald. <laughs> Shout out that guy. That's <laughs> that's the so oldest funny. brother, too. He was the prototype. Yes. He, was, he had to be yeah, Emerald so that the others could be Challenger. That's yeah. So wait. He so hyped wait. him up on like Reddit and social media so much. I love him for that. Mm. So wait, do do I do I get that arc too? Because my brother is a is a master peaker, and I'm so I I had I don't worry, I got so him. Literally, I, yes, I that is like, that is him. the origin so story of every good young League of Legends player is their older brother plays. <laughs> yeah, I'm it is saying, worse than them. It is worse than them. You could be a master peaker if you wanted. Uh, yeah, I just don't. I just don't want to. I just don't want the mental. Uh, I, I don't want to have to deal with any of that. I don't want to deal with the fame. To man, it. not, not it's I don't want to deal with NA solo queue through Diamond. That's what but I don't want to deal with. Then you can make the tweet that says this caster is master. True. Yeah. yeah, you know, maybe someday when I don't have to pay bills or worry about Same. you know pushing my career as well on the side and all other things, I'll, I'll just sit down and grind a master but that is not a reality in in my head right now Same. so I'll, I'll i'll stick with one of the one of my family being he, a, a master AD carry. he's also an 80 carry player by the way so he's better than yeah. me at my role too which is hilarious you stick with uh flex games with me and the boys true yeah i mean that's 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 where the true that's where the true fun actually happens oh, you, yeah. you lull yourself into thinking solo queue is the real fun of league of legends yeah. absolutely so what happens you got a coach as your support yeah 
So, <laughs> other team to check out in here is Five Seasons. We talked about Season of Leaves a little bit. Mm -hmm. The 13-year-old challenger himself. He was, I think he was 12 when he first hit challenger. This kid's got a couple years in ACL before he can play in an ACL qualifiers. But oh, I love that. I love oh, that he's... This guy's age is going to be like Masu's thing, bro. <laughs> like, it is. It is. This is going to be. This is cool. He a challenger at eight years old, bro. Yeah, like... dude. It's <laughs> just going to keep getting younger every time we play. We got Season of Leaves. Good. Season of Leaves is going to be born tomorrow, and he's, he's playing, here he is playing ACL. Bro's going to end up as the greatest ACL player of all time purely because of age. That would be so sick, dude. I'll, I, 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 never I, play. He hasn't spawned yet. That would be the dream, dude. Like, how sick is it going to be if in, like, two years, Season of Leaves, he's got, like, three ACL titles under his belt, and he turns 15, <laughs> and he can start playing in open qualifiers? That's going to be so sick. You Tom Brady's ACL that just moves up. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be sick. Um, the rest of this team's nothing to scoff at either. Uh, Want to shout out top laner Nodal, uh, Nodel, I've heard it, some people mm -hmm. pronounce it as. Uh, that's news to me. Uh, when he was in like Masters Leagues and stuff, I always called him Nodal, and then nobody ever corrected me. I did too. Um, yeah, I did too. He didn't correct me. So yeah, but I don't know. So, I right. think we've all covered. Is he sour cream? He's sour cream now, but that's okay, Nodal. That's Okay. So yeah, I think we've all covered him in like Masters Leagues and stuff before. He hit Challenger just recently. I think he's well, like 17 him. too. He's like also very young. Um, oh, good for him. I think the bot lane is one of them is pretty young as well. I think Mental is the one who's like I think he's like 18, 19. There's a lot of young guys yeah. on this team. Um, no, you you know why he's young? Because his name on Riot ID is God's Most Faded in capital letters. That is a hundred percent. That's a giveaway. An adolescent. That's a giveaway that you were born after two thousand five. Uh, yeah, uh, this is this this makes this roster really weird. Given yeah. the fact that everyone season of leaves. By the there. way, I th this is the I've been waiting for this shoe to drop for a while. By the way, not to keep mm -hmm. focusing on season of leaves as age. No, but you should. This is I've been waiting for this shoe to drop. Season of leaves is younger than League of Legends, boys. Oh, it's oh no, you're right. It's happened. Oh my god. Oh, Yo, listen. It's only it's only natural that he's better than most players. He's been playing for yeah. It's true, dude. You know, this a is it's an advantage I never life. had. This is why. Yeah, yeah. Every exactly. time anybody asks me about this is why my we cast. Yeah, anytime anybody asks me about my skill at this game, I just want everyone to know that I had DSL internet until 2015. So, like, I oh I was God. I was handicapped what? from a very young age in my ability to progress in league of legends okay my... bro i was running oh windows 98 till like 2007 when i was like you know like 12 or i don't think you can blame your league of legends absurd. development on that no 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 i can blame my <laughs> I, i'll tell you all right. i don't think you have the i'm gonna just touch on this really quick my um i blame my league of legends on not playing uh enough solo queue um so i don't know if i've told you this quarter i'm pretty sure i've told you this slayer i did actually compete in some events where like yeah, you I've told played me. against some like actual players before. Mm -hmm. Like I used to be on a team with the Monte. Um, nice. And I wish I played more solo queue at the time and like really focused on getting better. But I was so worried about my rank that I didn't play enough and I just never got better. But that's that's my tangent. Um, back to five seasons. This is really weird. It's a really young team, and they're led by King Nidhogg. King Nidhogg, boys. That is an interesting leader, I will say. Oh. King Nidhogg, don't ruin these kids, man. Please. Please this, the future of NA is literally it, in your hands, brother. You just I think have that's to... why they have Shimmer. They're like, okay, you know what? If they put in Shimmer, toxic. well, it's like, I, I don't know. Can Shimmer be trusted with that either? I don't, Shimmer's like their age. <laughs> <laughs> is it Shimmer yeah, also? I mean, it'll like, be fine. Yeah. Team Zoomer. Fair, fair. 
They're not going to be the only team Zoomer, I, I would assume, either. So I hope not. I'm sure. Like, Never Zoomers a Zoomer are very Zoomer. all encompassed. Like, most players are Zoomers, I think, now. Yeah, like, that's but... also true. Yeah. We're, we're the weird lulz play base where, like, everyone's Zoomer and the Gen Alpha's not old enough yet to be at this point. So we're, like, in that weird lull. It's like, you got to get them interested. I don't know, man. Apparently, they can't read. So hey, listen, I, 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 just, think, I, I think they're not going to be good at league. Read. I cannot wait for a new <laughs> you saw the You saw the reports, right? They were, all the they're teachers bad. are saying that Gen Alpha can't read at a at a fifth grade level in like eighth grade. Oh, no. It's like, listen, yeah. once we introduce <laughs> new champions, Skibbity Toilet will be in good shape. I will quit the game. I'll retire. If there's a champion named Skibbity, I will, I will quit the game. I don't think. I think we're a ways out of that. No, enough all right so. all right enough with old men screaming at clouds let's, get into it. let's, let's chat about uh other team let's talk about our fourth team looking in Costa gamers are one to look at because they're listen they're like perma two three in open qualifiers uh i don't think they've made an acl playoffs if they have if they have it was a while ago but they've played together for a long time and this is the weaker ACL split, right? The winter split's kind of the weaker split. Like, this is their shot, I think, in this Noxus group to make a move for fourth. I think their, like, big competition is the Wigglets. This is yeah, the, I was gonna say the Wigglets. This is the Gorilla Jones, Bit Bad, Ojosu team. So that's, that's an interesting one to Good check team. out. I don't really know anything about yours sincerely or Pig Pig Blossomu. So I know nothing about I know them. nothing about these players. Uh, I just wanted to say what the support's name. name, to be honest. But so I think the Wiglets are like the big competition there, but it'd be interesting to see if Costa Gamers have a shot. I'm not like crazy shocked by Vespa or Nova Sphere. I don't I would be surprised if much happens with either of them. I think a bit bad was Bit Bad a Masters player in a couple leagues for a while now he's yes. up, or has he always been up at this? Yeah, no, no, say, yeah. Bit bad has moved up. Gonna... He was playing in like Eastern Vanguard League that, and dude. Risen Divine and stuff. That yeah, he was so happy, bro. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure he was a Divine stable. He so was. it's cool to see him up at the ACL on a roster with Gorilla Jones too and um, Aegis uh, So that's fun. Agree. That'll be a fun one. We've not done a good job of speeding up as we've gone along. So let's get let's get over to Piltover. Let's give you more things <laughs> we, to edit. Yeah. No. We just, yeah we just tangented this as much as possible. <laughs> the this is this is what you get with me. I, I apologize. No, no worries. It's, it's an elite quality. Don't don't we'll apologize. Let's get into Piltover. Piltover is Maryville B team, Mirage Alliance rookies, Clown Gaming, Capachungus, uh, Chaotic Solar, Zora Esports, <laughs> and the Pack. I what is this division, man? I, I don't know what is going to happen at this one. This hey, is a... gaming is actually pretty good. Hold on. No, no. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, this one just got kind of thrown a little bit uh, for for a loop. Yeah. So if, let's if start with the Maryville have... B team first. So the Maryville B team is for those who don't know, Maryville has like a, a six set of subs on their squad. So this B team is going to be PCL, Odd Orange, Get Back, Kachu, Off Rolling to AD and Shady. <laughs> uh it sounds like we're a little unsure if Kachu's actually going to play AD carry or not, or if they might just run Evan RL most of the time, because he's on their fine. sub list as well. And if they run Evan RL, I mean, that's fine. This is still the best team in the group. Uh, this is a good freaking team, man. I don't like... Oh, is this technically the old heads team? Because it's got PCL and, like, Odd Orange on it. So Yeah, like, Kachu's really young, but other than him, everybody's old. Shady's, like, kind of old, too. Like Shady, yeah, like, was playing in LCS, like, six years ago, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, I 
I just have to ask the question, and I hope these players never listen to this and don't take this the wrong way. Shouldn't they, a lot of them have graduated? Like, I, in fairness, before before I roast them for that, I have not graduated college. So I, you know, I will, you know, not try to throw stones at glass houses, but it's been around for a while now, unless I'm crazy. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think so. I, I think Otto Orange is a graduate student. Yeah, I think like some okay, of them are in no, grad no. school. If they're in grad school, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I don't know about I don't know about anybody but the Otto Orange. I hope they're I hope they're all doing their thing. Well, and then it's like I'm some of them have come and gone. The weird thing is, it's like you never know what these guys are up to when their leaguepedia doesn't have the college on their team. You know, like it's like it's like so it's like you check out PCL right, and you could be like, he was on Maryville in 2019 and then he is playing on other amateur teams and then he pops back up on Maryville in 2022 but does yeah. that mean Maybe he was taking three years of classes and just not playing league or was he not taking classes some of that time like I don't freaking know and like you know it's not really my business quite frankly so I don't really know like how so how many how many credit hours does PCL have? I have no freaking idea. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure the whole pandemic also probably threw uh, a lot more of his plans for maybe, a loop yeah, as well. Yeah, like that's the other I thing. Actually, like who you know? I forgot about that. To be quite honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I just did. I just know, and I, this is going to be a groundbreaking thing for some people watching this podcast about a show my age. I just know as a kid, as a yes kid, look at me that went through college during the pandemic that a lot of people took years off, took semesters off yeah. because the pandemic was going on. Oh, my, my bad then. My bad then. I hope they yeah. have gotten to this point and haven't already, you know, yeah, I know. Well, it's like, my and, bad, it's, guys. well, no, I, I mean, yeah, to totally fair to like, that's the thing. It's like, it's so hard to tell. It's like the same thing with like odd orange is like, I don't know. Odd orange was playing Academy for a while too. And he like, he joined up yeah, with Maribel in orange, 2021. Bro, I remember, I remember when this guy like started playing. I remember yeah. when he hit Youngest Challenger being in his Twitch chat. Yeah, he was Season of like, Leaves God, back in so the day. Weird. He's like the old. He was. He was. Yeah, he was the OG. Yeah, Season of I remember, Oranges. I remember always getting thrown off by him because I always just thought when I saw his name of the odd one. Yeah, I was yes. like, oh, it's the odd orange. Wait, is this who I think it is? This nope. That's yeah. Definitely I remember not them I playing against each like, other and that being like, huh? Yeah. Hold that's on. Ah, <laughs> ah, uh, uh, kick him off the podcast terrible pun anyway yeah i don't know enough <laughs> about these maryville guys uh yeah i think they're the best team in the group mirage alliance yeah. rookies is a little bit in free fall they have lost two players and only replaced one of them at no they've replaced neither of them at time of recording it makes it hard to win yeah they have uh oh they have no jungler and no mid laner right now so i can play mid we need to wait and I like see love their top support on them yeah they got yeah, diesel in the top lane they got trevor in support they got I never know how to pronounce. Is it Sage Wabe, Sage Wabe, Sage Wabe? I don't know. Uh, there's so many ways you go. Yeah, with there's. That so, one. I don't. I, I apologize cooler. to you, my friend, Sage Wabe, <laughs> whatever your name is. Uh, <laughs> my friend guess his name. Yeah. Uh, it's like you don't know. Whatever your name you, is, your name. I'm familiar with your work. Uh, <laughs> it's happy to have you on <laughs> yeah, the team okay, too, buddy. but I need to know who your juggler and mid later are before I can properly rate this team, and so. In the absence of that, I think you get a little excited for Clone Gaming. 
Yeah, I, I just want to go out on a limb and say that do we have enough faith to say that they will at least finish top four when they when uh, Norm plugs into this roster? I, no. I, I would just <laughs> Norm not confident plugs enough. Into okay. this roster. Don't they? I don't, start, so with, uh, don't they start on Friday? Like that's also a fair point. I don't know. Well, you can reschedule your regular season games to your heart's content. Yeah. So I, all right, I guess. I yeah, think they'll play all uh, of our games within a week span. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I you know I have faith. I guess maybe I'll get scored for this later. I have faith that uh, they'll figure out their roster and at least finish. They'll make playoffs. Yeah, but uh, I, think, yeah, I agree. I think they'll get somebody and they'll figure it out. I do want to talk about Clown Gaming though, who just made a yeah. run to finals in the Hot Pockets uh, showdown uh, that was played last weekend. Uh, they played against Mirage Alliance, the NACL team in the finals. Did get two would there. But they put up a really good showing on their way up. Uh, this roster is about the same. It boil the oil rapid. Rough Beans in the mid lane, who is a new name to most yeah. folks, uh, really impressed me. I thought Rough Beans looked really good at the Hot Pockets Invitational. Kind of got me a little more excited for this team. Like I think he had some like really solid Azir games in there. And this is like a guy that I'd barely seen anything of because he's he's a sub on Pulse Star, so he has been playing behind Reppy. Uh, and I guess he played bot lane on Seattle Ferocity, which is like an 05 OQ team. They went two and three, but they were like a bottom. <laughs> they were a bottom seed OQ team that wasn't expected to do anything, and they didn't do anything. That's fair. Uh, why am I in the hot pocket? Oh, oh, now I remember who they're. Sorry, I remember who their old mid laner was. Yeah, wait, yeah, oh, oh, is Ari Endel not on any of these rosters? Uh, well, he's on Gentle Hearts still, which uh, is not in ACL. Wait. Who okay? Who was Cloud That's Gaming's old mid laner last split? Then? Debonair. Am I, am I... Debonair. Okay, I don't see him anywhere. That stinks. I thought he had a. I thought yeah, he was a big Debonair? part of that clown. I don't know where. I don't De know where he is. I. He was a big part of the fact that Cloud Gaming made the run that they did. I mean, Gore, did they not win uh, the Zon group, or did they come? I think. Uh, I think they. They either won. It, I think they won it. Um, and that was with the and that was with the fa the fear team in there. Yeah. Um. Uh, here, hang on. Shout out Clown Gaming. I wonder if he's just like grinding. Uh, I wonder if he's just grinding collegiate right now. Like that's when we don't have player when there are players who aren't in the league. Oh, he's on Wang's Revenge. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Good. So I think he's, he's still very, playing yeah. in. He's focusing on. Yeah. Oh, cute. He's focusing on qualifiers. That's fine. So yeah, maybe they're still playing that's qualifiers. Fine. I don't know what they're, but yeah, like that team has boiled the oil and rapid on it though who are on this clown gaming team. So, like, don't get me yeah. wrong. I, I understand the the confusion. Um, yeah, they're running Rough Beans. They ran Paragon in the uh, uh, Hot Pockets Invitational, where, who I thought looked fine. Uh, they're running Zev as the starter in ACL. Uh, Paragon's on the sub list, so they could run either or. Um, so uh, I don't really have a strong preference between the two. I think Zev has been looking fine, too. So... I'm not going to be angry either I, way, although Paragon's like the newer face. Uh, and then they got Cryogen in bot lane, who I thought was like a big yeah. kind of breakout player last year. Yeah. Uh, he's 16, 17-ish. He's really... I, I think he's a really exciting player. Uh, he will... I think he's... I mean, he can't play OQs right now. I think he'll be able to play OQs next split. Um, oh. So we will see. Yeah, um, yeah I know. He's, I... I, I I'm pretty confident Zev and Cryogen are going to stay. Like, that's the starting. Because Zev and Cryogen have been playing together forever. Agree. Yeah. So. 
yeah, I don't know. Maybe Zev just wasn't available that weekend. Yeah, that's fully possible. I think Rapid looked really good. I was impressed by Rough Beans. Blow of the Oil is like Aegis Royalty at this point. He's played in a yeah. team like every ACL split. So, uh, yeah, I like this squad. I think they're, I mean, I'm probably picking them for second, knowing that Mirage Alliance rookies is several question marks. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, uh, that seems right. I, mean, <laughs> I, I just, I just love the people in this org. Uh, I've, I've, I hadn't seen this name in a minute, but Zygomatic used to, uh, she used to run some of those teams down in Risen Divine. I think she ran one of the teams that won it all. Uh, the one with Nightingale on it. Oh, wow. Um, that sounds right. And then Sems is a great org owner. Mm -hmm. Shout out Sems. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, so what's interesting about this team, and this gets even more true with Mirage Alliance rookies potentially being a little boom, is I think the race for the rest of the slots is, like, real tight here. Um hmm. So it's so Capachungus, Jesus Christ, uh, <laughs> Capachungus. I I do not really know very much about uh, some, but like somebody on. We were talking about this the whole draw show. Like I had this team like like F tier. Sorry guys, but I did. Uh, like I had these guys very very low on my rankings. I'm gonna double check that this that I'm correct and this is actually what I'm talking about. Otherwise, I'm like BMing a team for no reason. Uh, I should probably have my rankings up too yeah. as a committee member. Doing yeah, this. it is Capuchungus. <laughs> Capuchungus is like three master zero LP players. They had the lowest average solo queue ranking of every team. Uh, uh, like I had this team like F tier as low as I could put them, and all my F tier teams were also question marks because it's like obviously I don't know the players well enough to really evaluate them, and yet they ended up in the second lowest tier, not the lowest tier. And, like, we were talking about this as we did the draw show. Like, me, Flay, and PVS were all like, yeah, we had Capuchungus bottom of the barrel. And yet, somehow, somebody in the on the committee is vouching okay, for these well, guys. Like, so well, hold on. Let me clear myself. Okay, yeah, I go check. <laughs> I am one member of the committee. <laughs> He's he like, I don't know, man. I saw, I saw Big Chungus hey, as the logo, and I gave him A+. <laughs> no, plus. No. I don't know. I just couldn't help myself. As an outside Gen Zer, technically by age, I did not do that. I got I question marked Capuchin. Yeah, like so I'm not, not one of those people. Enjoyer. So uh, yeah, I mean everybody. So everybody we spoke to put Capuchin. Every and I saw uh, like some people. I, I'm not gonna like out them because the the chat is not public. But I was I in a chat with a bunch of the committee, and I know Slayer was too. Some people in the committee put their rankings in the chat too. They all had Capuchungus at the bottom. So like. Every we have like sixty plus percent of the committee accounted for giving Capuchungus bottom tier rankings, and yet they ended up in the second lowest tier, not the lowest tier for seating. So somebody was hard <laughs> vouching for these guys. I so don't know why. Somebody, I don't know who. Somebody S tiered them. Yeah, like <laughs> so I, or like a or a, like a decent chunk of people like C tiered them, and like I, yeah. So I don't know. So somebody of 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 repute. Is is has these guys' backs? I don't know why, but somebody believes in them. So that's all I can say about Capuchungus. Chaotic Solar has been outperforming like their seating for a while. Like this Dumpa J Bear never saw team. Like Verticality has shown some flashes of good stuff. I've like Big Time Boyo before when I've gotten to see him. Um, I think you know Chaotic Solar has some have some space to play. Zora Esports has some individually high-ranked players on it and is also coached by Shauna Tonin, who is oh, uh, right. yeah, very a very experienced amateur coach as well. Uh, and Mario's, especially their top laner, has played in OQs before and is, is pretty high-ranked. So 
This is an interesting team to keep an eye on. I also just noticed they have super big ego on the sub. I've not seen this guy in a Ooh. hot minute. Uh, but it's cool to see his name again. I've, he was a mid laner like back in like 2021 OQ era, I want to say. Like I remember when I was first getting into the tier three scene, super big ego was around. Um, I don't know. This is a cool team. Uh, it's like I think they have like an outside shot. The pack is another team that's like, I mean, I don't know what to say about the pack. I don't really know it's these guys either. They're, they're yeah, but it's like, it's, I don't know. It's like wide open, but it's like, who are you? You know, this group, especially with Mirage Alliance rookies, kind of booming. It's like it's Maryville Clown Gaming, and then like anybody could do anything, right? Like, always fun to have one. You know, of like groups. Chaotic Solar. It's like a decently performing OQ team. Somebody believes in Capuchungus. Zora's got the coaching staff. <laughs> Nobody then, you know, and who knows about the pack? Like there's so I think like there's there's a couple of spots to play for and a lot of teams to play for them. So I think Piltover will be a really interesting group. It's always fun to have one of those groups where it's like you just go, Yahtzee. Yep, something's up in the air. It's like all right, exactly. everybody fight for the last two. Capuchungus everybody gets out at first. I'm like I mean like dude, there's you there was nothing do. I would love this is like never happened. But I would honestly, like, I, I I say this about all of the low-ranked teams that I gave Fs, question marks, and Ds to in the rankings. I would absolutely love for, like, a team that's, like, wrong. D or F tier to, like, show up and just crush everybody and be, like, a really yeah. solid team. That would be, be so great. That would be so cool. And then it's just, like, it, you know, that all these players' names are now, like, on the list for the next OQ. Like, that would be so sick. It's just like it's never friggin' happened, but <laughs> it would be it would be dope if it happened. So it I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm rooting point. for you guys. Um, I hope it yeah. happens. Yeah. No, I, I I remember the last time that happened to me was um, funnily enough, was the one time we had when when the Risen Champs League comeback <laughs> happened once uh, before it unfortunately crashed. Was was uh we we ranked teams. I I didn't rank the Samakin fanboys team very high, and um. They went on a deeper playoff run than most thought. And now we're here, and Samakin is a uh, the goat. Yeah, he's technically a pseudo next up mid NA talent. Agree. Yeah, my my version of that was uh, this wrong. this league last year, Aegis twenty twenty three winter. We had uh that was like Hoarders like debut. Um, oh. And he was yeah he was our all star top laner that split on Return of the Middle Sticks. And Oof. what a team name by the yeah. way. R.I.P. Hasn't really got R.I.P. He has some. Some shenanigans befell them, um, yeah. But that's 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 my that's my take. I, I would love to see one of those teams kind of break out like that. Let's get into Zon, another group of questionable boom status. Uh, Zon is Black Rocky <laughs> more, Sports. More actually, yeah. Black Rocky spots. Black Rocky Sports. Aporia. Master, by the way. CCG. University of play South play, Florida, play. MSU A-Team, Briarcliff, and Glacial Esports. This is the Collegiate Showdown group. There's three CLOL teams Shout in out here. the Spartans. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, this is also the group with BlackRock in it. Uh, we do not really know what BlackRock looks like. In that We know they're, they kind of boomed after only getting 5th through 8th in OQ1. Uh, we know that they lost to Nori B because he's going back to Gentle Hearts. We know that they lost Robbie Bob because he's not on the roster in ACL anymore. Still got Decoy, still got Kitsuo, still got Pacus. They got Sushi in the bottom lane who has fled CCG. 
to come to Blackrock instead. And then we just need to see who they get as a as a mid laner. Uh, yeah, so that's the question to see about Blackrock. They're they're supposed to be the high seed team in Zon, but we have some questions about them, which does open the door a bit, it's I think, for like Aporia, which is going to be oh yeah, eight. Yeah. What, which by the way, one player in common with the NACL Aporia team. I do want to say the NACL which, two, which is Lawrence. Lawrence, yeah. yeah so it's okay. it's Lawrence, shorter ace, like a moss, legacy, and Detro. Still a good Dietro. team, but not the one that's in OQs. More UCI talent mm -hmm. spreading across. Some, L some LCS talent in there with shorter ace. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> I'm um I'm really excited to watch Legacy play because uh, I know he sat behind Shogo for some time. Mm -hmm. uh, and Colomer has had nothing but good things to say about him, about how good of an AD carry he is. So, okay. And I like the team that's around him. Uh, so I, I think Aporia will probably win this group. And I do too. honestly, you could slot in a mid laner that meets the average skill level of Blackrock, and I still would say Aporia would probably win, to be to be honest. I think Kitsu has to insanely smurf that roster to uh win it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But then I don't know I don't know what CCG's doing. Uh because Yeah, so CCG, CCG is, is worth pointing out. CCG is also Nothing in common with the CCG OQ team, especially the new no. CCG OQ team. I mean, no. no, 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 no. No, so this I, is I, a, this is a dev yeah. squad for sure. Um, but they always do this. This is well, this they is do. Yeah, they demo. used to. Yeah, they, yeah, I'm surprised that this isn't called CCG Dev. It's just called CCG. Um, so it's White Snow in the top lane, Damon's, uh, Phi Mini in mid, Saint Ghoul at support, and then with the loss of uh. With the loss of uh, what's his name, um, sushi. Sushi. Yeah, with the yeah, loss sushi. of sushi, yeah. we don't know who is going to be their mid laner or their bot laner, rather. Also, technically, the loss of uh, not only sushi, but um, what's the other guy that was on the main CCG roster? Oh, 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 lunar. Uh, Lunar? No, red, 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 red. Oh, red, red. Sorry, I was well, thinking they, back they, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did they lose red entirely, or is red a sub? I'm not. The sure. red's a sub. Red's, red's a, sub. a sub. Red's a sub. Red's a sub. Okay. But not yeah. here. He's not on. Not on the dev team. Yeah. Maybe he comes in on the dev team. Maybe they're like, hey, red, come and play in ACL for us for a bit. And yeah. But, yeah, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, it's say anything else. So I, I, you know, I assume that it would. Obviously, not their main roster. You know, but. Yeah. Sheldon um, is uh. Is listed as a sub. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's also the team lead. Put I mean, he's in. a great he's a great guy to have uh, lead the team. So I, that definitely gives them a, a bit of a buff. Uh, I know he's because he's also he's he's also spearheading he's spearheading the Winthrop stuff too, right? Is he not at Winthrop? No. Am I switching no. people again? I think you you are. might be. Uh, Pretty sure it happens. He's, he's still yeah, he's yeah. still at Winthrop. It says he's still oh. a director over there. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I, th I think yeah. he's a director there, and then he, he's been working with CCG for a while. Interesting. So that's always a good guy to have in your uh, in your corner. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. In your corner. Absolutely. And then there's these three I, I mean, C-Lol teams that I just haven't really gotten to see much of. I, they, I know they haven't, you know, I don't think they've made, like, top 32 or anything. But it's University of South Florida, MSU no. A-Team, and Briar Cliff. I, I kind of like to give them, you know, a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. I, I kind of bump every C-Lol team up a little bit just because I know they're playing in person. Right. They're in some kind of structure. 
you know, like, I, I just think this is, they're probably not going to, like, all explode and disband halfway through the season. Like, I just give them a little, a little oomph in the standings compared to, like, some of the, like, F-tier teams just based on that alone. Yeah. The only thing I can say, this is totally random, but counts, because I have a buddy who um, went to MSU. He's there at the doing graduate program. Um, he sent me a bunch of tweets and, like, emails that uh, MSU, I believe, has the most expensive esports facility in the country now sick so they got a huge like esports facility upgrade i think i saw some tweet about it. i can go look for it well so let's talk so if you want to buy if you like buff and see uh, collegiate because they play together msu's playing together with the with the state of the art like i think it's alienware sponsored like the like the, the facility is alienware sponsored like that's how crazy it looks i'm that's gonna go find it awesome to be quite honest yeah with you. Yeah, that's super. So I'm assuming this team is playing in that. <laughs> I would hope so. I would least. hope so. Yeah. If, I'm, if you're not, what are you using that money on, guys? The last mm-hmm. thing to call out for this is we've spent <laughs> 45 minutes doing ACL. That's fine. It's preseason. That's that's good. Yeah, it's good. Well, listen, you're gonna you're gonna cut some things down. You know. We're, we're... Yeah, maybe not you too much. Me I mean, Sorry I gotta do this that. all tomorrow before risen. You know, you, let's not overestimate oh, God, how yeah. much work I'm putting um, into this. Let's see. Oh, real quick. <laughs> Uh, real quick, just to point out, University of South Florida currently one of the uh, five undefeated teams in Sea um, Law South Conference right now. Sick. Uh, with such names okay. such as uh, UST, Savannah College of Art and Design, University of Georgia, and University of Texas at us. Yeah, shout out SCAD. <laughs> shout out SCAD. I, ca- I casted a lot. I've casted a lot of SCAD somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Savannah. There was a whole bit where me and Bonfire sat on air and I quizzed him uh, what he thought SCAD stand for and he stood for and he didn't get a single one of the uh, the, 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 the acronyms. Oof. Oof. Don't worry. I don't I think I would either. either. Yeah. I don't yeah. You might, I would I would expect you to get one of the uh, I think you could reasonably guess that A might stand for art and D might stand for design, but you weren't going to get Savannah College Only for because SC. you said art and design like a minute ago <laughs> there's a lot of colleges with art and design in their name yeah. i guess mm-hmm. maybe that's just my thinking maybe only other thing that i want to talk about here because it's the only other team to talk about here is glacial esports uh and they are uh they're kind of in that iridescent on neon role from last split in that they are a like iridescent on a neon, team that maybe. always plays it is very successful at like the masters gm league level just mm-hmm. uh and I think, like, even last split, I think, like, the core of this team, like, I think Devil Unicorn, Kite Azure, Silva, Sly Lego, they were, like, top three, top four in Risen Divine last split. Mm-hmm. If not last split, then recently. Like, these guys have played together in a bunch of, like, Risen Leagues and stuff that I know Slayer and I have casted. Uh, and made deep runs over there. Like, I like these guys. Leotos, in another name that I recognize. He's on the sub list. Um, so, I mean, I like these guys. Like, I've seen them be successful at the Masters GM level. Usually, when a team like this makes the jump up to uncapped, it does not go well. Uh, but similarly to as I called out for Kosa, winter is the weakest split in this league. So, if there was a time to be able to make a move in the uncapped league and show a little extra for a team like this, it would be the winter split. Iridescent on Neon came in and kind of really struggled in the fall split, which is the most competitive. That's where they had to play against yeah. all the, the NACL players and stuff. That was super doomed. Glacial Esports comes in to a more forgiving environment. So let's see how they do. Like, I think I can see a world where they, like, outperform some of the collegiate teams. 
and are able to like maybe even sneak in a playoffs run you know like i can i can see it it'd be i think it's a little bit of a long shot but i think it's like more doable than like iridescent on neon who i think we're just kind of going into the meat grinder last split yeah gonna be gonna be kind of rough yeah. for them i wish them the best of luck though big kite azure guy hi azure for sure such a butchered name uh one of the many that can happen uh i just yeah. you know that's just me just going right now at one one in the morning brain sick yeah yeah but my, I, this is a complete vibe call. I have a weird vibe that one of the three top teams is going to miss playoffs because they're always just one in ACL. There's always one. Maybe. I feel like this this is the division to have. Like one of the teams were like, ah, that's an org that off org name should probably make play a double them ACL bracket, and then it's going to miss. I think it could be Mirage and Piltover. It could be Mirage. Mirage is the only other one I would think yeah, of. Yeah, if but, I was going to uh, pick your one. Your team is a Mirage right now, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if, 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 uh, if Blackrock boom even more than... Yeah. Well, I think like here's the thing. I think the pieces that Blackrock has held on to are stronger than the pieces that Mirage have held on to. Yeah. While we're judging both don't... of these teams as partially completed rosters and we don't know what how they, they will finish. Combine the rosters. Yeah, maybe. like I think the pieces <laughs> that Blackrock has in Decoy, Kitsuo, Pacus, and Sushi are probably better. Like I would rather start with those four than start with Diesel, Sidewave, and Trevor. 100% agree, I think. Yeah, My question is, I, I know we're really close to week one, so I'm assuming everyone that's on their roster sheet is actually locked into play. I, I don't know how much... I, I have a feeling like like Kitsuo might not actually play for BlackRock or something like that. I don't know. Because the team has boomed a lot. I mean, like, yeah, why... Yeah, I mean, don't He's a really high-level talent. I get it. I mean, it could definitely happen. I don't know who their sub is, because they've... Uh... Their account is a political statement more so than it is a uh, username right now. Got it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know who that is. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I don't know who that is. So, <laughs> we'll we'll have to see. I don't know who else is on this team. Uh, I don't know who else is on either of these teams. So, I mean, oh, that's one of our big uh, questions. It's hype. That's something we'll it's check hype. out with ACL. I mean, oh, what did you say? It is, it's it's hype. That's Hyfe? Oh, okay. Yes. So, I mean, Hyfe could play instead of Kitsuo. Mm-hmm. That's possible. Yeah, I, I, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's still a downgrade to me, but, you know, yes. Still solid. Still solid. Still solid. Yeah. yeah. Yes. yeah. Still think I prefer no, I that to still, the pieces that Mirage have. Baseline. Exactly. I, yeah, okay. We'll see, though. I love how we turned this into... I mean, we basically just did another primer, Gordo. This we did. We did. We spent two yeah. hours on this somehow, but... All right. That's well, my fault. I'll take the blame for it. That's fair. Well, no, it's all, it's it's because we been, mm-hmm. we just pri- we did a primer episode on ACL is what I'm yeah. saying. Like we we ah, just we yeah. primered. Yeah. We basically went through all ACL. That's so. fine. Yeah, we spent about as long on ACL as we spent on NACL, and you know what? That's that's perfectly fine. But that's gonna do it for this episode of the Salt Mine. Yanni, thanks so much for hopping on again, man. Uh, anything you want to shout out? Um, just listen. Shout out Tier Three League of Legends. Uh, it may be filled with drama sometimes. Uh, and it may not always be the cleanest, um, but it's where I met people like you guys, and I'm very happy to call you guys friends, and, um, you know, uh, where I've met a large majority of my now friend group. Um, yeah, League of Legends is pretty awesome. Don't ever forget, no matter what people say, oh, League of Legends sucks, I hate this game, we all love this game for a reason. This game fucking rocks, dude, because you get cool shit like this. 
Well said. I'm moved. Well I'm said. emotionally moved. Yeah, definitely here. <laughs> I did. Uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely moved there. So, yeah, thanks so much for hopping on, man. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. This is the first of what will be many ACL uh, kind of fill-ins, by the way. We'll do probably shorter sections on ACL going forward, just dropping in what's happened during the week, and we will keep up with NACL primarily. So until then, we'll see you guys next week. Take it easy. Stay tuned to NACL. Stay tuned to ACL on Friday, and we'll see you next time.